Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Guys We Fuck, the anti-slutching podcast. Yo, you haven't said I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm what up fuckers how you doing you okay life's hard congrats on surviving welcome to another episode of guys we fucked it's the anti-slut shimmy podcast i'm corinne fisher i'm christina hutchinson welcome to the show are you following us on social media if you're not Fuck you, but also follow us. It's at Guys We Fucked Without the You and Fucked on all platforms, including TikTok and YouTube. Yes, and I'm at Philanthropy Gal on all social media. I'm at Christina Hutch. That's cool. If you want to write us an email, uh, well, first, before that, Norwalk, Connecticut. If you're listening to this and you're a Luminary subscriber and you live near the Connecticut area, tomorrow night, Corinne and I are co-headlining the Wall Street Theater. We're very excited. You're going to get a brand new half hours of stand-up comedy and it's going to be some interactive debauchery and atlanta was just that show is just fucking incredible it was so, so fun come on down bring your problems uh oh that's right we had it filmed and i don't know what that film is okay oh yeah gotta follow up on yeah, that check in on that yeah. yeah the guy's still following me i mean i know who he is now but yeah okay uh so yeah come see us uh sorry about last night comedy.com for tickets and if you want to write us an email it's sorry about last night show at gmail.com make that subject line you know descriptive this one says help from dublin ireland Hi. Hey, Corinne and Christina. I'm having some trouble in my relationship at the moment, and I was hoping you guys could give me some advice. I'm a 22-year-old woman, and I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for six years. 
okay. that's the you're, problem. You're going to want to move move on. Uh, but I'll read the rest of your email. <laughs> For the past year... <laughs> what if we just like, shut the laptop? <laughs> Done. Show's over. <laughs> <laughs> For the past year, me and my boyfriend have been fighting a lot. We have both tried in many ways to stop fighting, but somehow something always comes up. Yeah, you guys don't like each other anymore. You don't get along anymore. He recently started working a really good job for his rich uncle and he's working hard and trying his best to keep his job because he does not have any qualifications yet i I hope you tell him that yeah (laughs) that's one of your many fights i'm trying to support his lifestyle don't but his lifestyle it's his job one yeah like living uh but it's difficult as he does not have as much time for me anymore i've Mm. asked him if he could at least see me three times a week but he couldn't agree to it because he said he also needs his free time to chill and spend time with his friends that's Mm -hmm. fair and healthy yeah we both ended up agreeing to just see each other on the weekends he recently went to las vegas with his uncle for work Uh oh i gave him some Uh money (laughs) i gave him some money to pick me up a gift what that's not a gift then he's buying you something for with your money as i gift. that's a favor yeah i uh, gave him some money to pick me up a gift and when he came home he bought me a pack uh, he bought back a keychain which i thought was a pretty shitty present for someone you have been with for six years he also told me that when he was in vegas him and his uncle went to a strip club i knew it that was what the uh-oh was for. I knew it. I'm psychic as hell. This made me pissed off, and I ended up fighting with him over it. But in the end, I forgave him like I always do because he promised me that he didn't get a lap dance as he said it was way too expensive, and his uncle made him go to the club in the first place. Girl, this I, is there's so many issues here. Just dump them. I mean, we gotta. I gotta stop just for a second, just to be like, I, I, I know what you what people are allowed to do in their relationship as a conversation by between the two people in the relationship, but I highly urge you to stop having a problem with, with your boyfriend's clubs. going to strip clubs. It's just so pe- people have to live. I I can't press this enough. If you're getting jealous over sex workers, there's a larger issue in the relationship and, and within and maybe yourself. You don't I, be in I, it. I really feel strongly about this. I mean, yeah. sex workers e- exist, you know, for various reasons. And I think one of them is so that people in monogamous relationships don't feel so fucking stifled. Well, and also a sex worker that he didn't have sex with. Yeah, yeah I, I mean... That we know of as of right Yeah, he now might have. But, if uh, you can't get motorboated by a stranger, why why be alive? Right. I know. <laughs> I mean, true. come on. It's and I'm and No I, boyfriend of mine's ever going to get yelled at for putting his head in some titties of a sex worker. And I'm pretty, and I'm pretty monogamous. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, there has, there has to be some len- leniency here. Yeah. Uh, after all this stuff happened, we kind of stopped texting and calling each other less. I was sad and maybe a, a bit clingy as I could see myself losing him and I really didn't want to. So I kept on trying. He recently went on a, uh, to a few family parties and he didn't invite me. This made me even more upset. I tried to talk to him about it and he told me that I can't be around the people he works with as they are in charge of his future and he doesn't want me to mess it up as he thinks I might fall fight with him in front of others. Oh, you're a loose cannon. <sighs> yeah, you are. Yep. My kind of gal. I stayed over his house. <laughs> Shit. I stayed over in his house one night and he agreed to let me go to the next family party, which was the next day. He has a lot of family parties. I woke <laughs> up that morning with good intentions in my head. So I turned on the lights and sat next to him as he was still laying down. That's uh, creepy. All of a sudden, he flipped out. He started kicking me off the bed ugh, and telling me that the relationship was shit and he hates his life because of it. So I that's kicked- pretty clear. Yeah. So I kicked him back. Then he jumped out of bed and started choking me. Oh. At this point, I started crying, so he covered my mouth with his hands. Okay. I then dug my nails into his arms, and he quickly let go of my face. Guys, we need to be using our words here. I started screaming and crying, and then he began to act like I had attacked him, Mm. and he started shouting out, 
out loud, you're a crazy bitch. What are you doing to me? Because his mom and friend were in the house and he wanted to make it look like it was my fault. So I just left. A few weeks later, I showed up at his house on magic mushrooms. That was good. Yeah, that, that's, that's gonna help the situation. That'll fix the fucking plan. That'll <laughs> fix your your, no. your your crumbling six year relationship after Lady. he's choked you out in his bed in his oh, home. Oh my god! Do mushrooms and just show up. Who are you? Me? Ten years ago? Uh, a few weeks later, I showed up at his house on magic mushrooms. I know. Really bad idea. When opening the door, I ran up to his room and started smashing his house up. Oh, my God. Come on. Girl, you got to get a hold of yourself. You guys both need to be in jail. He then attacked (laughs) me again and knocked me out. When I woke up, I was having a really bad trip and laying down on his bed. As I was lying there tripping balls, I started to smell something really bad. His bed was covered in cat shit and piss. This is a wild email. What are y'all doing in Ireland? I don't know how, but it was in my eyes and in my mouth and all over my body. Are you sure it was from the cat? So I had to get my boyfriend to wash me as I was too high to wash myself. Oh, my God. It was the most embarrassing time of my life. The mushrooms I had taken were really bad and ended up not being able to uh, feel my legs. I was trapped in my mind, and all I could think to do was ask him for help. But as I didn't did, all he kept doing was looking at me and eating pizza. Because it was a show, and he was enjoying it. Yeah. He's like, is this the Real Housewives of Dublin? Yeah. Or Real Girlfriends of Dublin? Uh, I spent the next five hours crying as I was sure there was a cat piss still in my eyes. I ended up getting an eye infection the next day as he cleaned my face with an old dirty towel off the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. Girl, God is telling you to move on. What I are mean, we supposed to God, do with this? God is te- I don't know, but thanks for being honest about everything that happened. That's uh, I appreciate it. Honestly, it makes my relationships look great. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> for that... Bless you. Yeah. I think this might have been the end of my relationship. Stop. <laughs> I think. Stop. Stop it. Come on. Girl. Girl. Which one's my camera? Left or right? Take either. I'll find Girl. it. Girl. What you doing? Oh, he my God. The relationship's over and you're trying to make something work that doesn't work and it's making you crazy. You, That's what happens. This would be too many bad things to happen in every relationship you've ever had combined. Yeah. Never mind one you singular were, relationship. If you were in your 50s, I would say, wow, girl, you led a crazy life if all those things happened to you. You're 22 and this is one guy. Oh, God. I think this might have been the end of my relationship, but I'm confused as he still tells me that he loves me and cares about me. He can still love you and care about you. I would. That ar- doesn't mean you should be together. Yeah. And I would and I would I'll argue. You should stop saying that, though. Yeah. And I would choke. Uh, and I would argue on back on some of these, you know, uh, sorry for the really long message. But there is a lot more to the story and I really need to get it off my chest. Also, should I get involved with the police as he has hit me a few times now? You thanks for listening love that you've hit him back. yeah you guys were in a physical altercation with each other I, I yes i mean like i mean he shouldn't have choked you yeah shouldn't have put a hand on you you shouldn't put a hand on him i understand self-defense or if he was uh, uh, it's tricky to me this seems a pretty equal um yeah and also like i like that you're like he still loves me and we might not be over but should i call the police like what thanks, he told me thanks. When i had cat shit in my eyes thanks for listening about? i love the podcast it's all i listen to and it helps me every day i don't think it's helped you enough uh so we're gonna help you today Girl, you got to know when to leave, okay? Got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. (laughs) This is a fold. 100%. We are going to fold this round of cards. This relationship is donezo. You have exhausted it. 
I don't know why you're still trying to hang on to this relationship. Mm -hmm, It doesn't make mm -hmm, sense to mm -hmm. me. You don't like each other. You don't love each other anymore. And you're growing towards this bitter thing. Why do people think that in order to break up, we need fucking the building to burn down? You Mm -hmm. don't need the The building building to burn down. down. I mean, you're about to burn it down. Or at least maybe that's the other thing you left out of this fucking email. Because you said there's still more to the story. It doesn't matter what there is more to the story. You have to move on and really examine why it took you this long to exit the relationship that only you can answer that yeah i don't know you yeah i don't know your life i don't know what you've been through also magic mushrooms let me tell you something we want to have respect for those drugs okay mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm. i'm for sure somebody who's done magic mushrooms during times when i maybe i shouldn't have and, I have and i'm for sure someone who was called over to her house during those times and yeah as i was lying in the fetal position drooling <laughs> and snotting and crying saying i'm gonna kill myself i'm gonna kill myself i'm gonna kill myself and corinne and wendy starling were at my apartment like okay we're gonna order pizza you good we're gonna kill yourself before we order pizza i'm like no and then i said who'd you, who'd you do them with and you're like this a guy, guy I met in the ER. <laughs> i said what i met him in the er because i, I took my friend to the er because he passed out on mushrooms. And uh, yeah. But and he was the head nurse. Yeah. And I go, that's even more crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And th- that actually made the, the story worse. I like that you try to give me information that would help the story. And it actually made it worse. Yeah. And then I, I think I was like, no grown man wants to be your friend. 100%. <laughs> he did ask me out while I was tripping. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I thought we was just friends. Nope. I've had a lot of experience with mushrooms. And I will say, uh, it sounds like you got some trauma in your life. I think that uh, a normal human psyche is able to recognize signs when you should relieve the relationship. Most people do not have a normal human psyche. I'd say 80% of us don't. So we want to say, what happened in my life or how do I look at things? What are my morals? What are my values? What is my belief system? Because obviously it's not serving me because I should have exited this relationship sooner. So let's examine, not on mushrooms, Let's do it sober. And um, if you have childhood trauma and stuff, that's that's going to pop up and punch you in the cunt uh, when you do mushrooms. So please just that's why I say have respect for those drugs because uh, and seek them out in a therapeutic setting if you can and just read up on them. Just don't don't do shrooms and go to your boyfriend's house when you have no business being there. Yeah. I mean, to me, before we even got to the violent part of the uh, email, it, it was already very clear that you guys have been together since you were 16 years old. Your boyfriend has now entered a different phase of his life. Um, and You both don't want to end it. But. And well, he's phasing you out of it. I think yeah, maybe if you don't want to end it, I, I think he People wants to end it like more ending than, relationships. than you want. Well, at this point, the reason I think you're having trouble is because I'm guessing it was both of your first serious relationship because of the age yeah and you're now addicted to each other you are such a uh a big part of each other's lives and each other's growths that you feel how can i go on without this, this is like person? A, a, a fifth limb to but me. but you you will be fine and i mean in my experience so my first boyfriend i dated for my first serious boyfriend i dated for five years and it never got to this point but that's because i left before i mean it wouldn't have he wouldn't it wouldn't have but um it, it like I I I left before we hated each other and I think because of that we are still friends to this day like I spoke to him yesterday that's a great piece of advice and um, leave the relationship before you hate each other yeah and I think also what a great send off to a beautiful time you had yeah because this relationship is I I know I I've had this relationship not since I was 16 but since I was 18 you know I started dating my first serious boyfriend the week after I turned 18 and he is one of he was waiting for me yeah Yeah. (laughs) he was one of the most happy birthday Corinne 
mean, you know, not he didn't know me before, but <laughs> okay. we did meet when I was 17 and or right, right after I had turned uh, 18. And I, I was like, good thing I didn't meet you last week. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he was like 26. Um, but nice. I uh <laughs> I I know what I'm trying to say is I know how important this relationship like this first big one is in your life because I have that one and I still many times think like that was the most important relationship I've been in in a lot of ways Mm. because it founded so much of who I am in relationships and my sexuality Um, and also because things got so much worse after that and I go I should have just married uh, my first boyfriend but I'm not saying that to you here you should not marry this person even though that the my first boyfriend is a person who if I met later in life and had married would have been a good choice for me. If I married him with him being my first boyfriend, it would not have, there would have been no growth. I would have been stunted and I would have been angry. And I think it would have shown itself the way it's showing in your relationship. And this is even more volatile because you guys, um, uh, you don't tell your boyfriend's age, but it seems like you guys are by your behavior are a little closer in age than me and my first boyfriend. And so you are both going through these massive changes at once. He's getting into this very masculine phase of needing to provide, needing to find a purpose for himself in life. Not that women don't go through that, but I think a lot of traditionally masculine energy men go through it a little sooner and mm-hmm. a little more, um, intensely. Whereas women are prioritizing, um, you know, being in a relationship with a man Why we're behind. Um, yeah. But it feels so good. And so he's telling you, he's telling, he's using his words, although they are not kind. He's saying, I, this relationship is stifling me. It's ruining my life. I don't want to be, be in it. Um, and so you just need to walk away. Like, isn't it better to walk away with some dignity? It always is. Yeah. Even though you might, every cell of your body might be craving revenge, retaliation, or, or saving it or, Whatever, you're going to feel like it's not the right move, but I promise you, you will have no regrets if you walk away with respect and grace. Yeah, there's you the, will be proud of yourself for a little. It's like we're like a little late for that. But, we are. Yeah, we are. But, but you can turn that train right around now. Yeah. And I think you should. And I also think it would be I think sometimes when you are you're a very reactionary person. I get that girl. And Ooh, I get that. Um, and I think sometimes when very reactionary people are able to finally <sighs> fucking hold it together and walk away <laughs> that stuns the partner in some ways are you okay yeah why you just lean back and put your hand over your mouth no i was i had a yawn oh i thought you were like i thought you were like gonna have a revelation on air and i was no, like no, no, no. i was like what is this have to do with alexis no. now no 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 i literally was yawning oh that's funny um, <laughs> you look, it looked like you were like like, like you were like oh <gasps> um no no yeah sorry for ruining the flow with oh, my yawn god no, it's okay when she was saying how you, you know this reader is reactionary she is i was thinking of that time on halloween a couple halloweens ago when i was screaming uh when i broke my purse and i was like i fucking hate you to that guy I don't even remember that. You don't? Mm-mm. Oh, good. I don't either. <laughs> yeah. So you, you you know, let's let's end this relationship. Yeah. There's a, there's no questions here. Yeah. Just bye. Okay. Uh, please keep us updated. I re- I, I really re- uh, appreciate receiving updates. So if you have it in you, girl, thanks. Update us. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. 
A lot of them are very big, uh, but we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters, and you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, Guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play uh norwalk connecticut we'll see you tomorrow at the wall street theater um and then you can come find us at other places yeah where where can we find you corinne yeah uh every saturday my podcast with shane smith uh comes out it's called without a country we talk about the news we make it fun we make it easy to digest so it's not like you're reading a new york times article we make uh, on without a country we make every article a fox news article in the best sense of the word in that we use small words to describe what's happening Mm. and we often (laughs) we we often don't know the words in the new york times and we look them up 
up at, for you and then give you a layman's terms for the dictionary definition. Yeah. It's very helpful. It's nice. A, it's well, the New York Post of podcasts. Well, I mean, that's that. I, I think there's a real reason why, um, you know, liberals are considered like elitists and a lot of times Republicans, like we consider them to be dumb. And it's because of the way that they intake their news. So I mm-hmm. think maybe a lot more people c- would be interested in progressive viewpoints if they understood what the fuck the article was saying. If the article didn't use large flowery flowery language and was right. just like hey i think we should treat people nicer. i'm not a republican and i don't know what half those goddamn words mean yeah fox fox articles are funnier and they're easier to understand and they're shorter <laughs> yeah so those are all you know i think sometimes people are just are republican because they were like it's less time consuming yeah, it's less sure. time consuming uh and then i have a patreon patreon.com slash christina hutchinson where you can get uh, an episode a month of my solo podcast the voices in our heads and then three times a, a month so I'm doing it on Monday nights now because I'm already in the talking zone. Corinne and I record Guys Who Fucked every Mondays. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, three Mondays a month, I'm doing Zoom group therapy. And it's got to – I got to say, uh, it's really fucking lovely and beneficial. And everybody goes and they just say whatever's on their mind. And I always say there's nothing too intense. And there's nothing too minuscule to bring up. Whatever you want to talk about, talk about. And it's really beautiful. People going through some shit. Um, and it's very helpful to hear other people's stories and I love it. It's got like a nice little community. So if you want to sign up for that, it's just five bucks a month, sign up for the lowest level, uh, five bucks a month and you can, we can talk every Monday night. Um, you can get stuff off your chest. So it's patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. And if you haven't followed guys, you fucked on the iTunes, the Apple podcast app, go ahead and click that plus sign and follow us. Give us a rating and a review to keep us in the top 200 charts because that's how more people can discover us. Yeah. Thank you so much for, and all, all the reviews that you guys leave. Um, I love them. Even the bad ones. They make yeah. me laugh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do love reading the reviews. A review is a review. And I, I know I've been talking about periods and stuff lately, the endocrine system and getting on top of, you know, I, I got my period today is a little early, but two days ago or three days ago, I was hanging out with the guy I'm seeing and he was like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm just a little melancholy. And I got my period today. So that was my PMS. I was just a little melancholy. Do you understand? I just, I couldn't, when I got my period today, I was like, wow, a little melancholy was how much I PMS. That is, that is such a gold star for me. That is such a huge monumental feat for me. Uh, the amount of, I would PMS in the past years of my life. So what like is usually happening? Screaming at who? Myself. What? In my house. Screaming. Like a temper for no reason. Truly no reason. Uh, crying. I'm either screaming or I'm crying. Like I'm, I'm a fucking maniac. It's wild. And, and I'm still not like this month huh. in particular. I haven't been as on top of the diet stuff as I would have liked to. Like I haven't been as strict with it because I've had some stuff. But uh, this book that I'm reading, which is called Woman Code by Alyssa Vitti. Um, But there's a lot of books on staying on top of your endocrine system. She is by no means the end all be all of this subject. Um, but, uh, you know, if you mind what you eat 80% of the time, the other 20%, your body can kind of take care of because you're giving it the right support. I maybe ate shitty 30% of the time, which I usually don't do. So I was like, oh, I wonder what it's, you know, if it's, if it's going to affect my period. But I am just fucking loving this lack of PMS. I've never experienced it in my life. Like I would be so short with people, like so short tempered with people and just like impatient and all that, just all this stuff. And because I'm so like, I'm too self-aware, I fucking hate it. I know when I'm acting like that most of the time. Sometimes I don't, but a lot of times I do. So as I'm acting like an asshole, I'm yelling at myself for acting like an asshole. And it's just this tumbleweed of shit. So I just want to say um, that as an update, it's going really well. Um, and so mind your nutrition, guys, because that could potentially change your life. Hmm.
damn i just feel so great i'm so happy oh i'm so happy how are you do you want to talk about that though? Oh yeah, Corinne <laughs> and I, Corinne and I went to uh, uh, the premiere, the New York City premiere for Catherine called Birdie, which is Lena Dunham directed this new movie. I fucking loved it. I loved it. I loved it way more than Corinne did. Well, I, I, was, was, I, I didn't think it was, it was that magical. It just is like about a fourteen-year-old girl, and it like resonated a little more deeply with Christina. And I so said, deeply. I'm turning thirty-seven next week. I just am a little bit past this point in my life. <laughs> I, she, I turned to my left. Christina's sobbing, <laughs> like she like she just celebrated her fourteenth birthday. Honestly, I am fourteen, and I uh, I I am fourteen. Like that's I feel like my age that I walk around the world in. Uh, I fucking loved this movie, and I think Lena Dunham is so. She is she's I've always loved the movies she's made. I I'm I've made films, a bunch of short films in my day. I've made I got three under my belt. And uh I loved Tiny Furniture when it came out. Yeah. Uh, I discovered that movie when I was in New York City. Lena Dunham made it, I think, when she was going to NYU or just graduated. Um so funny. I was thinking that our Adam Driver is Mike. Mm. <laughs> oh. Like Lena Dunham discovered Adam Driver. They were friends. She put him in Tiny Furniture and Girls, and now he's like this huge star. You're getting all the pussy from guys we fuck. So I'm like, oh my god, Mike is our Adam Driver. Well, Hell Lena yeah. does that with all her friends. She because <laughs> the other one too. She like the fem- the the pretty oh Jemima. Yeah, she, oh, Jemima she's like you Kirk. should, Kirk, yeah. she's like, oh, you should just act like that's yeah. what she does with all her friends. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like I feel like it's so sad because so often it's the people who really want to be actors like suck at it. Yeah, and then it's just the people floating around in the world existing who are way better. At it. Well, because like acting that with comedy. is bullshit. Acting is not like it's not bullshit. I got a degree in it. I, I know, but like, you have like an instinct. Acting is like yeah, there's it's so, simpler than there's people so make many it things that you can't teach about acting that yeah. I don't think people like completely Correct. get. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. I agree. Um, but that movie, the movie was magical. Um, I loved it. I loved it. She, Lena, came out at the top of the right before the movie played and said that this was a book that her parents got her um, when she was a kid, and she made a movie into it. But one thing I noticed was that this was very clear it was very clear that a female directed this movie and because because mm-hmm. it was about it took place in like the renaissance times like olden days where we, we had castles and we we commuted through horse and carriage and uh it's such a beautiful story it's such a beautiful story i really recommend you guys go see it it's going to be in theater soon and then it's going to be on amazon prime this movie um uh, but there was no tits in it there was mm-hmm. no tits in it. And and they made me realize how many gratuitous titties we see in these mm-hmm. fucking movies mm-hmm. that we don't need to fucking see. And every cast member, that was such a well-casted movie. Every person played their part so beautifully. But there was no one that was obnoxiously hot in it, which I also really appreciated. Because sometimes I watch movies and the person's so obnoxiously hot that I'm like, I'm not going to pay attention to this fucking story. And it was just like fucking, you could tell everyone was like a theater actor. So you hear that actors in that film? You guys are okay. Okay, no, I mean you're, they were all there at the premiere. They were fucking hot as no, shit. Yeah, that hot. No. <laughs> I thought they were beautiful, but Not like exactly there was no fucking. Women. We don't need a Victoria's Secret model well, in a Renaissance in movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't. Uh, no offense if you're a Victoria's Secret model, great, but like be on the runway, not in the movies. Uh, anyway, I just I really noticed how much that the the heart was in the story and not like titillating the audience, and it just really stood out to me that this was directed by a woman. And congrats, Lena Dunham. I think she's so fucking she's so smart and so uh i love her brain and i love the stories that she tells so go see that movie yeah but i think i think whatever you think of lena dunham i think she is extremely talented and uh 
always has been, has unique ideas. And then, of course, we got to meet Alyssa Bennett, who yeah. is her co-host uh, on Illuminary bo- uh, on Illuminary the C Bay. Word, which, as you know, is the only podcast I listen to. And because I, when you when you find the best podcast, I mean, besides this one, obviously, yeah. when you find well, the, when best you host podcast, the best podcast, you gotta find the when you when you when you host the best podcast, you have to find the other podcast that's the second best. And then it's crazy because I found it so quickly, and I go, I don't need to listen to any other podcasts. Yeah, Luminary has really good is taste. Incredible. <laughs> I gotta say, the curators over at Luminary, great I taste. really love that show. Like, I look forward to listening to it, and I and it's great because I have like information to talk about at parties but it still has this like feminist slant which is my uh you know my signature i would say yeah so it's nice it's like exactly what i need and it's pop culture and it's feminism mixed into one which are two of my favorite topics to talk about they just released the Lindsay lowen um episode Mm. so fucking dig in and it's funny because if i mean it feels like we're doing an ad right now but it it just so happens genuine affection that Two people we love host a show on Luminary. Yeah. And then, I mean, we just used it to get a picture with Lena Dunn. 100%. And we did. She was great. It was so cute. Yeah. She gave us bunny ears, which I was like, oh, last time someone gave me bunny ears, it was Marilyn Manson. Uh, Oh, well, this is a better, less predatory Well, no, and I was like, now now I have another cute celebrity bunny ears picture that I can actually post. Yeah. (laughs) That one works out. I mean, it was obviously before I knew anything about Marilyn, so. Yeah. Whatever. All Um, right. Oh, yeah. You have have some stuff. Yeah. Um, Let's get into it. So I I prepared, um, I I wrote it out um, because I didn't want to ramble. It's kind of... uh, like tacking on some closure from uh, what I talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, But, you know, I had an exchange with my most recent ex uh, over the weekend and it just got me thinking. It was actually very, it made me feel very, even though it was like not a great exchange, it actually made me feel better, Mm. like healed in some ways. Um, It was no loose ends. And it just got me, eh, uh, not according to my therapist, but, um, and uh, (laughs) I would, uh, uh, yeah, because I'm like, I'm trying to talk less about, it's interesting because part of, part of the conversation was, you know, feeling not like cared for because I don't, I didn't integrate him enough into my life my public life and I push I'll, I'm going to push back on that for, put, yeah, forever you, you because uh, again I think this has to do with like an a- the age gap in that I know this show and I know what being in the public eye has done to me personally mentally what it does to people as far as what they value um, it's the number one thing I talk about in therapy uh, absolutely um, it's constant um, moral grappling, ethical grapp- grappling for me. Um, it's it's me constantly having to uh, like give myself pep talks to stay in this business because I think it is so void of ethics. And I had a conversation yes. with my brother last night that you know perhaps I am meant to be in this, and that everyone with ethics can't leave because then there really would be no one no one with ethics in uh, the entertainment business and. I do argue that, you know, entertainment um, affects society so much, especially in a place like America, because no matter if you are a fan of pop culture or if you are not, it is it seeps into everything that we do, everything that we buy, things we talk about, culture changes. And so even if you are look, turn your nose um, up at it, it is still a part of your life if you are in this capitalist society and um so that that's part of the reason why, yeah, you know, I've tried to integrate 
my partners less as this podcast goes on. And it's not because I love them that less. I I would argue it's because I love them more. And sometimes you need to protect people from a demon they do not know exists yet or a demon that they think they want to fraternize with because they don't know the long-term effects yet. Um, And so that's my thoughts on that. And and also, I feel like I was like pretty I did. You know, I looked back at like old Instagram stories and I was like, I was actually like pretty open yeah. with that. Um, you know, he wasn't on this show, but that's because I have a rule about that now um, that I don't want people on this show while I'm actively dating them. I think it's very bad for the relationship. And it got me thinking about my relationships in general and what the problem in most of my relationships boils down to quite certainly is wildly differing senses of self among the participants. Um, and it's been a problem since my first boyfriend, my first boyfriend, I would say was the person who had the, that I dated, who had the biggest sense of self, um, still does to this day, I think really set me off on a path to healthy relationships that I then fucked up. Um, not really by specific fault of my own, more because of uh, me not being able to read people quick enough um, who don't have a sense of self because it's so easy to create a false sense of self. And I went out into the world never even knowing that people would do such a thing. So, you know, I ended my first and major relationship people. when I'm how old was I? So I was like 23 years old. So imagine being 23 years old and for most of your life, everyone that you've had intimate uh, relationships or interactions with is really who they are. And then all of a sudden you are constantly greeted with people who are not who they are. And I think part of that was moving from suburbia to New York City. I think there's Mm -hmm. a lot more false people in New York City because the stakes are higher. You know, you don't need to pretend to be someone else to go to the bar in Union, New Jersey with your friends. We all we're all losers there, you know. <laughs> you get it. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's and true. there is a, and there's a beauty to that. And there's a comfort in that. And the beers are a dollar. Yeah, and that's why it's boring. But that's also why it's safe. So yeah. I always felt very safe in my hometown because yes, did I feel creatively stifled? Did I feel like you know, Stacey Orico? There's got to be more to life. Did I belt that out? Yes, there has to be more to life than Union, New Jersey. But Union, New Jersey was a place where like. Everyone was just kind of being who they were. And that's what I like about New Jersey for everyone that, you you know, you shit on it. And so I had an exchange with my most recent ex this weekend where it became so clear um, that as the relationship progressed, he wasn't so much looking to be with me, the person he was searching for a feeling. Uh, And I think that's really common for most men, the feeling of being constantly loved and adored and highlighted in our lives. Uh, when I personally fall in love, I am falling in love with the person, not the feeling. And sometimes the person doesn't even give me the feeling. Like, for instance, with James, it was a lot of feasting on scraps, if we're being quite honest, mm. as far as feelings go. But I was OK with that because I knew how he felt. I didn't need it constantly reinforced. It just existed in our space, in our conversations, in our understanding of one another. Um <clears throat> And this conversation with my most recent ex left me feeling like, well, yes, my ex and I were in the same relationship. Uh, we were experiencing it on different planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did something new uh, and I called a bunch of guy friends for advice because they always call me. And instead of bothering my girlfriends, I I spent long time on the phone with several guy friends, um, some colleagues, my brother. And I talked to a bunch my an ex, an ex actually I, I reached out to and and I just kind of asking, like, what are you, what are you, 
you know, what are you looking for? And they're all looking for the same things. And they were pretty clear about that. And even though the answer, you know, as it often does hurt my feelings and made me less excited for the future, I was happy to know the truth because I think like for me, like when I know the truth, I can deal with it better. Mm -hmm. Um, They're looking to be nurtured and supported. And that's the reasons that they love the women that they're with or the women that they have been with. And my female therapist, who's the same age as me, who's married, has a child, also agreed with this notion that men love this female energy, that they love to be around it. And even as a married person, she yes and to the fact that it's not really about who exactly you are. Soul crushing, I know. I actually tried to talk about this on stage in Detroit at my stand-up show this weekend, and I felt people's hearts breaking in the audience. But like, I do think like we will be stronger if we have the correct tools, as you know, as my yes, theory. Yes, I agree. And so, and, and, and so this this notion that it's not really about the person, and and for me, someone whose pride and joy is who she is—that's my whole existence. I I find that to be unacceptable, and um. You know, I will support, but I will also expect support in return. Um, I will nurture you to a certain extent, but I will also expect that in return. Um, but I will also protect you and adore you, uh, which are traditionally masculine roles. And I know men pretend that they don't need to be protected, but they do. And I certainly have protected many exes and specifically this most recent ex on on several occasions um in a way that they felt protected like safe yes 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 and like you know all in 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 a way that and so it's you know it, it it was interesting to be greeted with the information that you know maybe i didn't use my status to support him in the way he wanted but there were so many instances when I did use my status to protect him. Because I mean, like, so there's mm. an age difference going on. There's also a status difference going on within our field, you know. And I think you need to be very careful to use it to support people, but not to just give people things before they have the opportunity to earn them for themselves. Because even though they think it feels like something really good at the time, again, I would argue that later on you would be like, damn, I didn't earn that yeah. on my own, you yeah. know. And for me, that doesn't feel good. I, the things that I've earned my on my own feel much better. I mean, no, no one really gave me anything, so it's fine. <laughs> um, and I just like, it also got me thinking about how I, I, I looked up a lot of relationship advice from other people, which was difficult because um, this like relationship advice that you find online doesn't really work for me because it's really based in the fat, in that in that you are feminine energy or masculine energy. And kind of over the years since I learned about that, I've tried to take a role, but I just... I just have a mix of masculine and feminine energies and I need someone who's able to swap those roles with me depending Mm -hmm. on the situation, which is possible. It's just, again, it's yet another added thing that makes me finding a mate that much harder. Um, And so the consensus of these conversations I had with men was that men's feedback on relationships, as I mentioned many times on this show, is always how we make them feel. And I've never been in a relationship that made me feel differently about me. I've been in relationships that made me feel different, but mm-hmm. they never um, but they never changed how I felt about me because of how a man treated me. And to be, you know, and that's part of just like who I am. I go into relationships knowing who I am and that's never changed. I, I, I don't think that I've ever been in a relationship where all my friends are like, Corinne's different, you know? Like sometimes I get sad, but I get sad anyway. Um, and to be burdened, with that role as a woman that you change how a man feels about himself in order to be able to find a partner 
and I don't have a solution, but it just feels pretty unfair. Yeah, it's a big ask. Um, and I have so much masculine energy sometimes that it's hard for people to give me um, dating advice, like I said. And I, I, and I want to be in a relationship where I'm not expected to be the supporting character. And I think so often that's the role of women. Like, you, you, like you're the face of the company, perhaps, but there's someone behind the scenes who in reality is making the, the major decisions. Um, but I, but I also think the relationship that I'm looking for in a lot of ways, um, is more equal than that relationship with the mm. feminine and masculine energies because, because, you know, in, in that kind of relationship, that's where you make the joke like, I do what the boss says and you point to your wife. You know, I don't want to be in a relationship like that. I don't want to parent you. Even my brother brought up like, he's like, yeah, you know, the age old thing of like people want to date your mom's, their mom. I, he's like, I think that is true. Hmm. And yeah. Uh, I don't want to for men, I guess, you know, I chose not to be a, a mom actively for a reason because I don't want to be a mom. And so I don't want to be a mom to find partnership. I, if, if there was any reason I was going to be a mom, it certainly would because I would have a child. Like that's like the number one and most interesting reason to have to be a mom, not to your boyfriend. Um, and anyway, so, I mean, my relationships aren't really getting better uh, was what I realized from this interaction. But what is getting better is that I'm getting people to show me who they are faster. Um, and I think that's progress. Because, um, I mean, I think, you know, the relationship really isn't going to be better until it's the relationship and whether or not that exists. Like, I actually do believe in soulmates. Um, but I know a lot of relationship experts push back on that and say that there are many suitable partners that you could have and that exists. And... I think that's true for people who are looking for a more traditional like roles, like who want to get married, have a family, have security, raise kids together. I think for that, yes, there are multiple partners. But I think as far as what I'm looking for, just like a person to like share a life with, just to go on adventures with, to understand you deeply. I think there's not really a lot of people that are going to fit that role. And I do think there is, I mean, you know, some of it is timing, obviously, but I just don't think the it's it's as the net can be cast as wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the end of this is like a call to action for the men who listen to our show. Um, and we've been calling on you a little bit more recently. I want to hear from you. Like, what are the primary things heterosexual men only? Sorry. What you're looking that you're looking for from a relationship and and you can be honest. It's fine. Even if the answer is not like doesn't make you proud to type out or is not exciting or could possibly hurt your partner's feelings that they find it. Don't show them. Um, and is it more important who the person is or how they make you feel? And it can be a mix of both. I was but like, say, please be honest with you, with me um, about like what are the main qualities? Like when you describe why this person was the one or why you decided to propose or why you decided to move in with them, what was it about them? Because like my research is, the results are staggering in that it's it's really like this this caretaker role. And the only person who gave me a response differently from that was my first boyfriend who I dated for five years. And that's, you know, when I was 18 and he was, you know, just turning 26 and again, very strong sense of self and self-confident and all these kind of things. And he was like, 
and he responded and he said, no, I, I think that like what you're explaining is true of most men. But it's because most people, I'm not putting this all in mind, most people are insecure. So obviously most men are insecure because most people are insecure. And so that is why they are looking for this like reinforcement in their relationships. Mm. They are looking to get a feeling out of it rather than entering it feeling a certain way and, um, you know, kind of like knocking it out of the park together. Um, and even him, I, I, I pushed back on his response because I said, well, after me, you dated so-and-so. And common theme, it's people tend to date a very... Um, agreeable, um, slightly passive woman after me. And I get it. You need a fucking break from me. Of course you do. You need a palate cleanser. Um, but then my first boyfriend, he said to me, he was like, yes, I did need that because I was heartbroken over you. And when you're heartbroken, you don't want to, you don't want to really deal with like an opinionated cunt. You know, you want to, you want someone to be soft and gentle around you and help you heal. But he said that ultimately didn't work out because that's not really who I wanted. Um, that was just the person who I needed yeah, at the moment. time. Because, um, I mean, if anything, I think, you know, in a very masculine way, the way we talk about like men are ready, you know, men, when it's time, they just want to find someone. Like, I feel like I am actually, you know, the week before my 37th birthday, I am actually ready for a partner. Like, I feel like there is space in my life in a way and also a real lack of purpose. Um, so maybe we'll try to fill it with a person. Um, yeah. And uh, but unlike a man, it can't just be who's ever around who makes me feel good. Like, there's a lot of men who dote over me and you, as a kid, say simp over me. And that is it's nice i'm not gonna act, like act, it's nice it's nice to go into a space and be like oh corinne's here you're beautiful all these things that's lovely that's lovely and of course it makes me feel good i'm human but there's nothing really of like depth or value in that long term for me um and so that's kind of where i uh, my road diverges from a, a heterosexual man in many ways and i know a lot of you're listening and you're like oh i like specific things about the woman I'm dating. But what is it? Like, is it like that you like this? You like to go to the same conventions? Like, I really want to, I'm not, I'm not talking down to you. I'm not, it, it, you know, a lot of this is physiological and beyond our control. I, I do think in the societal yeah, the way that we were um, raised and, 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 and all this stuff. But I, I just really, uh, I would really like to know. And I mean, I'm sure there's different people who go different things, but I think overall my assessment is correct. Um, and I would just like your feedback on that. So Thank you for your time. Yay. Mike, do you want to say something? I just want to say that I was not polled. Uh, and I well, I talk to you every week. No, I know, but I'm I I my point was just that like I I think that I fall under the the per- well you, your obsession with Lex. I can't kind of gave me your answer. No, well, I, <laughs> she wasn't I have, nurturing. I no, no, he so gave me the answer just, in that he was he's someone who's obsessed with the person. Right, right, right. Also, right. could be a New Jersey thing. Yeah, totally. I, I and I think well, it, it's funny enough that with Lex, I have the hindsight and I look back on it and I think that one of the the reasons that I feel like it was such a bad match and, uh, you know, I have the maturity to see this now was because she was a little more kind of like an object to me. Like, Mm. we weren't... She was beautiful to to me, you know? And we... (laughs) (laughs) Wow! But when I think about her... Clip that. Like, even, even like, like up till when, when, you know, eventually it became like a healthy thing healthy break but up to that point the things that i would think about were the way she looked and not huh the not her so wow. it wasn't 
And I know that 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 to me is the wrong fit because I'm the type of person. Why would her looks make her you that obsessed with her? But I think that it's Corinne's point. Like, I don't think I'm the type of person that likes that that wants this kind of like whoever's around type of thing. But I do think at that time I was I I just fell in love with the idea of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that it was sure, wrong sure. because I'm not the type of person like I'm one of those guys like your other ex who, you know, I'm looking for a very strong woman. When that time comes, when it's me and another person, like I want it to be somebody who I have the utmost respect for outside of just kind of like, oh, she's around. She's nurturing. She like I want I want to be in like a power couple when that happens. Same. I want to be with somebody way. that like, yeah, like love is that fucking on their their shit. They're like doing their thing. And and like that's the most important thing to me is like somebody that is like their own person. Yeah. Which is why I think that they're, you know. Well, that's why we're friends. And I mean, that really that also explains like even the first the conditions that we became friends under was me telling everyone yes. in the room <laughs> at, at the Greenwich, comedy show yeah. that I hope that the place burns down. <laughs> yeah, 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 and right, that's what attracted right. you to me as a, you know, even on a friendship yeah, level. Yes. So I think that really is a testament to who you are. Yeah, right. right. You so, know? But I do think you're right. I think a lot of men do feel that way. I think it's a lot of kind of like more... Uh, I just think they're boring, insecure people, like you said, and they find each other. Or it's like these think, powerful women gets get. I don't want to say stuck because I'm sorry, but just for me, it's not going to work. Like with these very feminine men who are then taking on the role of the female, and it's like I don't. I gotta be. Honest, I don't respect that role in a relationship, no matter who's playing the role, yeah. man or woman. There should be no one in a relationship That's whose just sole job energy. is fucking nurturing and taking care, like no. you're a goddamn wet nurse. No, it's I know. unacceptable but for I, anybody. Yeah. I do think that uh, in our case, especially being in the city, the people like us tend to find each other a little later in life. I think. Yeah. Like I, th- I think that you are going to eventually find somebody that is like a fully grown adult. Well, has... I need to be in an adult space. I mean, I'm right. in a fucking child's right. play over We're here. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy is not the place. Right. Yeah. But like that, that's how I always see it, where these people that are kind of like the, the people that are like going to fucking tuxedo galas together in New York City are like people that got into relationships in their late 30s. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And became like a power couple a power because they couple, were both. Yes. Like they were set in their ways. They're both successful and they both kind of like are fully formed people. Well, yeah. and, men, and men know how to take care of themselves because one of the people that I was talking to, you know, for hours about this was like a, is a 45 year old man. And like for all the, you know, immature things about him, he he knows how to take care of himself. He doesn't if we if we were to get in a relationship, I mean, we wouldn't. But if we were to get in a relationship, theoretically, we he would know I wouldn't need to remind him to pack his passport right. when we're going on a trip. Right. You know, Did you brush your teeth today. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't need to remind him. He, he's self-sufficient. He knows these things already, you right. know? Um, and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. And so part of it is just like, you know, everyone needs to grow up at their own pace, but it's just like, you hope that these people will get to a place where, they and for themselves too, where they love themselves and value themselves and know who they are enough that they don't need this constant reinforcement. And I gotta say, like you know, the 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 Libra in me went back and you know read every text exchange and every email and all, all these things and like to really review like what kind of a job did I do um, showing up for this person? And I'm like, I I did I you did great job. I did like such an outstanding job compared to who I am. But I mean, I think overall it's like at a certain point if you just need someone 
who who when when you walk into a room their eyes light up like they're a, a, a puppy that's never gonna be me and that's something that I voiced exactly like that in the relationship so it's weird that I then had to you know to leave um hmm. I don't know Matthew Hussey also says and I don't know how he's a relationship expert and I go back and forth about him but he is the one who kind of cleared up love bombing hmm. um it just it's a, it's a lot of capitalist information. So I'm oh capitalist info? In, in that he makes you watch a long video then that you then have to pay for. So I that, uh, that I always have a little bit of a problem annoying. with. That's so um, fucking annoying. But I yeah, think when he, he gets the information going, it's good. And Matthew Hussey, he kind of said like you don't need to be, beat yourself up about things. So like I don't need to beat myself up that right. I you know left a relationship because I was you know grieving the death of my father because like he's like what you were gonna do is what you're going to do because you are who you are and that's what you were always going to do. And even if you had done something different, that doesn't mean that the outcome would have been the one you wanted. So mm-hmm. even if I had stayed, that doesn't mean that we wouldn't have broke up, broken up for some other reason. Right. Which I think is very simple but valuable. Yeah. Um, the simple stuff often is the most valuable. And uh, yeah, no, that's where, that's where we are right now. But, you know... Mm. As my therapist said, he was like, you know, she was like, you you just need sometimes you just need something at a certain time and you go and, you know, seek it. And in this case, like someone needs love, they go out and seek like love in the way that they need it. And again, that's another thing. Like, you know, I showed a lot of love in for me. I know me and I and I go, this is me showing a tremendous amount of love, like reading the even like the texts and how how I responded to things like much more gentle, much more soft than I think I've talked to people in the past because it is not my nature, but I was going above and beyond um, to adjust to the person because I did love him so much, you know? Mm, Yeah. And you want to do that for someone you love. feels good. And I can adjust. I'm not unadjustable, but only within the constraints of who I actually am as a person. I can't completely flip who I am, disregard that. But anyway, all right. That's where we are. Our guest is at the door. Sorry, I've been texting him. Yeah. Oh, no is he worries. at the door? Yeah. I was like, you're so quiet. Do you want to do the throw um, and I'll let him in? Anthony, yeah. yeah. Let's do uh, our guest today. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this interview. Very interesting. Very funny. Uh, our guest is a sex worker who has experience and fucking fantastic stories in the phone sex and camming industries. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Mariah Morvant. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. 
I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. are here with Mariah Morvant. Bonjour. Um, <laughs> Mariah and I met in a bowling alley. I was drunk and we had a great conversation. And I was like, you want to come on my podcast, Mariah? And I'm so excited that you're here. So there's so much for us to talk about. One of the topics that we've really not gotten into uh, under the umbrella of sex work is phone sex. What do you got for it? Like what <laughs> I want to, what are, what are like, t- tell us everything. Uh, okay. It all started. Uh, well, no, I was, I was 19. I was working retail for two years. They wouldn't give me a raise. I was top in sales. I was very over it. And I was like, I have to go. And I quit. And I was like, there just has to be something better than this. And I'm a female and men are kind of dumb. And I was like, we, there's something. I went on Google. I just researched weird ways to make money. And I found <laughs> I found a site called Night Flirt. Um, Night N- Flirt. N-I-T-E-F-L-I-R-T. Oh, I was going to say, I wish they said it with a K. K-N-I-T. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Because they were like, are some knights in China and we're going to flirt with me and tell me I'm pretty? It's so funny because I was like, oh, what does that mean? The KKK is going to whisper in your ear? Oh, that's not what I want at all. That might be why they didn't go with that. Yeah. yeah, Because it's the knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm never using the word knight again. Cool. Hey, no, they they played it safe. Um, (laughs) It's just so funny that that those are the directions their minds went in. I I found it and it's... um, I mean, it's similar to like other sites like camming and OnlyFans and all that where you're an independent contractor, you make a profile. It's also outdated as hell. A profile for phone sex, huh? Yeah. So it doesn't really have to be your picture. I mean, you're hot, so it's, you know, you want to put a hot picture. I use my pics. Um, I at first I didn't actually, and I've had friends that go on. They're like they'll Photoshop their faces to look really weird, so they're not stealing someone else's photos, Ah. but their identity is more secretive. Yeah, I've never been found. Fun. 
Mm. Yeah, you we, you could do it later. Have you ever had anybody go, wait, Mariah? Like, no. Do you use a fake name? Did you use a fake name? I did, yeah. I go by Monica. Monica, that's yeah. a good Let one. Let me just announce it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, I mean, there's a knows. million Monicas. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, so how... So the research that you did, like what led you to this website in particular? Was it the first one that popped up and had good reviews? Like how do you tell if it's good? I don't fully re- – I mean I'm 30 now. This is like 11 years ago. Okay. But I, I know that I was like Googling things and I read about phone sex and I was okay. like, okay, that's still a thing, which people today are also like that's still a thing. It's like right. it's still – I think it's going to be a it's thing. It's always going to be a yeah. thing as long as there's phones. Yeah. Well, some people – get off verbally and i mean I, yeah I was, and be, with yeah. the inundation of porn and social media it's like i'm always seeing pictures of your kids or pictures of ladies fucking or pi- every, pictures of everything like sometimes you just want one sense stimulated well yeah. there's enough men also that feel insecure about the way they look so they want to be talked to just as like if they're the hottest guy in the world right and, yeah and it, like we were saying before it's like you have more freedom when you're com- you're not just behind a computer like, there's no photo of them there's mm-hmm. no anything and right so-, so you could pretend that they're hot too i can That's yeah fun i, I do that um <laughs> I, I but yeah i i did, then i started researching like the best phone sex sites and it was just a common one people said so okay. i just went to that one and never looked back and i made a profile and i was making like Sounds about like 200 a week at Bloomingdale's. I made no commission. Wow. Uh, yeah, for the brand All Saints. Mm. Mm. Wow. Um, that's yeah. an expensive ass brand. They don't pay you well. Fuck uh, you, All Saints. Yeah, that's right. All lame as shit. Not gonna pay me. <laughs> they weren't. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> they weren't that great. Uh, and um, all of a sudden I made $1,000 in three days doing phone sex. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And how many hours a day were you committing on average to phone sex? Uh, I'd have to do the math on my phone right now. I know I was making maybe like a dollar fifty a minute on phone sex. Whoa, that's so good. Um, yeah, I want to say I made that amount How working many... maybe three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah. How long are the calls on average? I uh, I would want to say usually around fifteen twenty minutes, but you definitely get like five minute ones once in a while, hour long nice. ones once in a while, but around wow. twenty. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then how do what is the ebb and flow? Like, how do you do you take over at the beginning? Like. Like, does the guy call the main number and then he gets transferred to you? So on the site, you have a... Yeah, no, these are great questions. You have a profile and uh, there's like front pages and you can flip through and see all the women. Okay. And in the beginning, you can pay per click to be on the front page. So you kind of buy yourself a little ad space. And then once you get regulars, you don't like to pay to be on there. And it's like a dollar per click. And you probably throw in 20 bucks is your investment. Not you bad. make that back very quickly. Right. And then you have regulars and you're not really on there much more. So it's. So the average call, how does it start? So it depends on what they're calling for. Each person markets themselves for something different. I do kind of like a girl next door. Like mine says I'm like a 23 year old model in San Diego that's single and lonely and like okay. needs someone to talk to. I can't even pick up yeah. this box, yeah. mister. So it's really for you, the service, you know, because yes. you're sad and you're alone. I'm just so bored. And yeah. Um, they, yeah, so I get a lot of callers that want more of a girlfriend experience. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So I get a lot of older guys that just want to tell you about their day. I was going to say, what? it's a lot that's of listening. Not, that's not fun. A lot of listening. But you make such good money. So you, I'm watching Because okay. you just Netflix. sit there. Yeah. You just sit there and, yeah. you, and you just. And, and eventually you just every once in a while you go, uh-huh. Ooh. It's like being a therapist. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, maybe I would be. What's the quality of you would be like advice or response? Do they expect from you? Do they expect a professional level? Oh, yeah. um, They a lot expect a lot, uh, but it's crazy. Each each caller is very different, though. I definitely I get the girlfriend experience thing. And then, you know, you you still get 
you you get calls um and i won't go into graphic detail on it but you'll get very taboo calls that are asking you, for something can you can you i can say examples? it yeah. yeah say I mean, it. it's dark do do it oh child shit I mean, the, okay, so... Say whatever. There's nothing that it. hasn't been said on this let's show. So it's better it. than molesting an actual child. So I don't know. Let's, let's... Yeah, we, and we talk well, about, so like, pedophilia and stuff on the I, So that's a whole debate with the phone sex thing, too. Right. I don't... I, I, I mean, I'll just say right now, I don't do those fantasies with people. Right. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, but I, yeah. But there is a debate if that is helpful or not. Right. Um, yeah. Mommy's I, I, not home. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, You'd no. be great. Oh, thank you. That's my <laughs> cut, chop it up for the real. <laughs> um, I, oh god, yeah, we would need like a sexual social scientist in here to talk about that, which is a very interesting topic to so talk about. Yeah. Because much rather gear people towards letting their energy out in a fantasy in an unsafe way than with an actual person ruining their fucking life. Yeah. Well, so that's the whole, I, I don't like, know. Virtual reality debate thing with right. all the technology. Coming oh, out. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so. You so want to hear girlfriend? the dark yeah, one? Yeah, I, I would yeah. like to hear oh, the yeah. dark, yeah. please. <laughs> all of Before it, yeah. we pass it by. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only ones that ever wanted to hear it. Oh, uh, I want to Not that I'm it. excited to say. Okay. I'm just so interested in like what are the deep crevices of the male sexual brain yeah and this was one of my first calls when I was 19 I actually took a little break after this because even oh, wow. well so much you hear so many dark things and even though you're not acting it out you're thinking all day about how people want that yeah and like, yeah oh my God, and this you, world's like when a guy says something and he's horny you it's like a tone you can't get out of your head do you know what I'm saying correct so like if you say something fucked up to me while you're horny it's going to take a minute to get that out of my brain. I agree. I'm having them go through my head as you're saying. Yep, me too. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh no, yeah, so sorry, it's, guys. It's, yeah. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're, We're healing honestly, together, okay? We're healing together. It made me not horny, and I was so horny all week, so. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's good. I don't oh, really want to have sex with. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Um, One of the darkest ones, a guy called, and he said something along the lines of, like, I want to role play that you are my sister, and I push you, my younger sister, my little sister, uh, and I push Mm. you down the stairs, and you get really injured, and I beat you up, and I rape you. Okay. And I'm, like, 19 taking this call, and I was like, like, all right, mister, wait one second while I think about that real quick. (laughs) That's what I said. I just need a minute to uh, discuss that with myself (laughs) and see if that's something. Gotta be honest. If somebody asked me to do that, I'd be like, oh, geez, mister, you really put me in a tough spot. That was not nearly as dark as I was expecting. It, oh, okay. No, I was primed not, for something so I have darker. I want dark. darker. I can get darker. Yeah. Are we get yeah. it? Yeah, challenge us. Yeah, I want to see if Ruin we can dad. be moved. <laughs> what, what fucks us up the most? I don't know. Because, like, Corinne and I say this all the time. Nothing can fuck us up anymore. We have heard... That's how I feel. In this industry, and it's like we might as well shed a light to this darkness and talk about it, right? Yeah, I don't know that anything can be worse on this show, but I was like, every time I challenge someone that no one can like hurt me more in real life, oh yeah, they do rise to the occasion. Stop hurting guys. So I gotta stop saying, yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, don't don't hurt her emotionally or physically, (laughs) please. No, my darker stuff was with camming, and that was more towards me when I was like a mainstream cam girl, like death Uh, threats, being told they're gonna acid face me, like acid face. So it's like. Yeah. Be a female comedian, nice. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. I'm gonna take this guillotine over to New York Comedy Club. Yeah, like legit the same, a same. So the, I mean, it, there, there is a long history. Yeah, there's long a history of com- comedians and sex workers uh, befriending each other. I was telling, I was telling her that I'm like comedians, rock stars, or basically comedians and porn stars. Comedians and sex workers are like two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. Like we're all like, like let's get debaucherous, let's get weird, like yeah. Whatever. Um, I, I do want to circle back to the guy that wanted you to be his little sister so he could push you down the stairs in the yeah. ground at the bottom of the stairs. Yes. Um, my question about that is, <laughs> did you do it? Did you do it? 
I didn't do it. Um, okay. I, I, I didn't, did you have to take I also didn't do right. the little voice that you did. <laughs> that's, that's good. I, that was my just uncomfortable so everybody voice. Knows. That was my uncomfortable voice. Um, <laughs> I, I literally was just like, I don't do these kind of calls. And he okay. was actually, it's funny because they snap out of it and they get very respectful after and they're like, oh, that's totally fine. Okay. And then they well, hang up. And yeah, that's interesting. Else. Usually guys that are kinky and like kind of boldly pursue their kink. When I say boldly, I mean like politely and respectfully. Uh, a lot of times they're like they don't want a non-consensual they don't want the person that they're entering engaging with sexually whether it's just verbal or whatever to they want them to want to be into it so totally but it's like scary. that's good that's good Thumbs yeah no up for that definitely but it's like scary because on the site it's almost like our profiles like a yelp page we get like mm. star reviews and oh. like written reviews one oh, would not pretend to be right nut review that's <laughs> never gonna be good so it what is yeah you get afraid after you do that that one of them is going to be really mean i've never had that actually they've all left five star reviews or nothing if you like didn't take the call but nice yeah cut to me just throwing a can of paint down the stairs <laughs> ow uh-oh are you coming to help me or hurt me <laughs> i couldn't fucking do phone sex man i was fucking up so hard i would i would be the bitch with all the bad reviews and it, they would be well earned They'd be well earned because I wouldn't take it. Because like, oh, man, if I'm not horny and you're asking me to do this really in-depth thing. I, I, yeah, but you're making money. Right. It's not like you're just doing it for free. <laughs> right. Like, I'd want to be so around. Just really there's a reward. Yeah. It's true. I, I wouldn't do it without true. I think of a lot of my sexual interactions as like an obligation. So I feel like. Defin- yeah, oh, no, definitely. Right, right, right. That's yeah. so funny. Oh, my God. I don't know. This this sounds kind of interesting. It does. I like it. What other role play scenarios have you been presented with in the phone sex? Uh, before we go to, because I would love to get to the darker stuff with camming. Phone sex is just so interesting to me because there is some safety in it. Yeah, my identity was never breached. It sounds so professional. Um, I never had any issues on there. No one I know ever found me on there, to my knowledge. No one's ever found me in person off there. Yeah. Um, that overall for a site, for anyone that wants to get into sex work, I think is a very safe avenue to yeah. get into it. And that's what I recommend to people or that just want to try out something in that world without a lot of risk. Um, for like shame. Would you get purposes. aroused when you were when you were once in a while? No, not often. But okay. once in a while, there was a call where it was your fantasy, and yeah, Ooh, sometimes yeah. I got off. Yeah, I was nice. like, "This is hot." Like, yeah. What are some other fantasies that you've that that men who have called have have like the more common the or yeah uh, common weird like all of them. One of my regulars was a therapist, which I loved because I was getting Ooh. paid to talk to a therapist. And wow. that was like my favorite thing. Yeah. His what kink, though, was just he just like would fantasize about cheating on his wife. It was kind of a boring kink. But... Oh, but that's a safe way to act it out. It is. It is. See, gentlemen, if a you want to. That. That's. Yeah. yeah. What is this charge for, honey? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, therapists need therapy, too. OK. Why don't you get off my dick, Kristen? Oh, um, they would get caught. A lot of the guys would get caught. We so there's also a wait forum. on the phone with you. Um, Stop. They oh, would have to hang up funny. immediately. That's yeah, so oh my god. It makes you feel so weird because we. So we. This is another weird topic that we all talk about on the site. There's like a forum on the site for all the we call ourselves flirts on the site because it's called Night Flirt. Uh, okay, so there's like a forum for all the flirts to get together and chat and have little blog posts oh, and debate things. To- so we'll debate like married callers. Do you feel guilty? Do you feel like interesting? Oh, I love that. We do feel weird sometimes. I feel weird, but then yeah. you're like, "Well, it's better than physically cheating." That's how I feel because he could be giving his wife an STDI because he's having sex with somebody, a person, like in real life. Right. I also, yeah, and they're gonna call someone else if you don't. And it, it's, yeah, the whole thing is like it's just interactive porn on the phone. I would yeah. love if my husband called <laughs> you instead of talking to me about his problems. I would pay for it. 
This honestly sounds. I gotta start doing this because I'm so do great. For, I would do it. I would do it for free. I would. I, I, eventually, I wouldn't. But you know, I just love hearing guys' problems. Um, if you want to hear a couple of the more absurd-ish stories, yes, um, I had. I like being here because most people hate these stories. Really? Yeah, and I'm glad that we're not the same as shit. I'm loving this. All right. I got a caller one time who called me and he said, I need you to tell me to eat a dog poo sandwich. Dog poo. Dog poo. Mm. Not shit or poop. Poo. Dog poo. Okay. Okay. And I, getting paid on the phone, said, okay. You have yeah. to eat a dog poo sandwich. Right. Have <laughs> um, you said it? <laughs> All right, then eat a dog poo sandwich, Jason. Then you hear him going to the cabinet it. and you go, uh-oh. <laughs> Who's that? No, worse than that. Uh, he uh. gets off the phone. He like sends me $100. And then the next day I get a 30 photo album oh. of photos of him. No, 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 no. With Wonder Bread. You asked for this. With wow. Wonder Bread going to a park, collecting dog poo, oh, putting it between Wonder Bread and the photos of it in his mouth, eating it, mouth open, swallowing it, the whole thing. I got, and then and I, I'm married. I showed my husband because if I have to see that, he has to see that. Was my, <laughs> that's what I yeah. yeah. You have to be exposed to your gender's darkness. Yeah, you've got to see. Yeah. Uh, Whoa! Not even yeah, his that own was... dog's poo. And that's even, the problem. He didn't even have to send it to you. Like, no. but that was part of his. Fantasy. It was part of his kink. Yeah. Wow. And then was a hundred bucks a tip, or was that what it cost the? the duration I think that's of the what call? I told him on the phone. Was oh, because like, you can kind of throw out numbers. Well, because it was going to be a two minute call otherwise. Right. Right. And it's right. like I'm not going to play with your whole fantasy, and I didn't know what was going to happen. The Did next he day. want you to right, ask? Right, right. Did he want you to like, like do our guys ever like? Can you just ask me why I want to eat the dog poo sandwich? <laughs> no, but I do with some people. So if I can tell someone's really open and not super, a lot of them feel very shameful. That's another thing with phone sex is a lot of my callers are like guys that grew up very religious or in cults or like in there. Oh, cults. They feel shameful Uh-oh. coming. Like they oh, they hang up immediately. awful. Guys, yeah. God wants you to come, okay? He, he wouldn't invent come if he didn't want you to come. Good so point. let's just get that clear. Good let's point. Let's make that very yeah. clear. Yeah. But um, no, so he... He looked a little more ashamed of his situation. Um, other ones, other ones, I've definitely asked. When I was a cam girl, I had a guy that emailed me on the site and was like, "Do you know how to fake burp?" And I did, so I was like, "Yeah." And then he was like, "Will you fake burp me?" I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. And so I like for an hour just sat there fake burping over and over until he got off, and you could tell. Whoa! That was he fapping to your fake burping? I don't could you see hear them on cam. Nice. Or okay. hear them? Yeah, it's great. Um, wow. It's just oh, me. so it's kind of like. F- Okay, interesting. They're so you're not exposed to them, but they can see. They can see, right? Yeah. Okay. Unless I do like can. a, I do Skype sessions though, and sometimes I see those people. But I really like the 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 campsite where you don't. Um, yeah, because it's, it's more like, comfortable. Yeah, and I might as well pretend you're someone I'm attracted to. Why not? It's also like kind of seems too intimate to see them. Well, some of them will just sit there and stare you in the eyes. Yeah. for like five minutes. Yeah. Oh boy, that's frightening. Yeah, through the camera. With their di- do you see their dick? Um, sometimes, and you're just sitting there, but they're trying to make it into like a very like you know making love through the computer thing. Oh, making no, no, love, no. yeah. Oh no. my god, wait, how does a guy try to make love through the computer? Look, now I'm shaming them. No, uh, no, no. It's to me that's vulnerable. I don't. I would shame a, a guy lot for of them that. Are like, vulnerable. But, yeah, but I'm uncomfortable because yeah. right. I'm not on the same page, and I don't want to. Sure. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. And then I feel yeah. bad. Yeah. 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 Um, even though some of them, I have some of them that are very sweet. There's some I've met up with for dinner. Like, oh, really? Wow. Just to, well, they paid me, but right. But I was comfortable enough to meet up in person. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like, nice people, and some of them I still keep in contact with. They're like they message me once in a while and I reply. Like some are really nice, sweet, lonely older guys. Aw. Yeah. 
um, that want to make eye contact. But um, I know that was me. I'll make eye contact with you. No, keep me. It's fine. I love the eye contact. (laughs) Yeah, that's really nice, though. That's really sweet. Like you hear a lot from like women who like are um, sex workers in that they like physically have sex with guys that a lot of them want to talk. And I'm like, that's very interesting. It makes a lot of sense because you think about the way masculinity is kind of pushed on men, the, the type mm. of masculinity that's pushed on men. It's not a lot of talking encouraged. So um, yeah, that makes sense. Sex is so vulnerable. But sometimes to these guys, you know, talking is going to be more vulnerable than there's so much talking. having their dick in their hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is a reminder. Every time I uh, I even think about sex work, I realize I remember all the talking, and then I go, I'm out. There, it's that's ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I've what heard from every that's sex sweet. worker. That's yeah, sweet. Have you ever had any mean guys? Uh, just through camming, just the insults, the guys that yeah. um that just want you to die. Those ones. Oh are really wow! Sweet. So they pay to tell you to die no so the thing with uh camming is it's free Mm. on the main feed um so which is it's nice you get a lot of people in there and it puts your room up like more on the top of the views and then um maybe you have like three huh people can tip you when yeah yeah like maybe you have like 300 people in there and maybe like 50 are sending tips but they're sending enough that you're making such good money and that's awesome the 250 people watching for free you don't care about but the 250 watching to the 250 people watching for free some of them are live streaming your stuff illegally on other sites, oh, recording it. Right, because, um, yeah, how the fuck are you going to know? Wenzels don't pay for anything, which is why OnlyFans is actually pretty great because you don't really get, or I've never had a problem myself with incels on there. Because um, you be- have to pay to have. You have to be- pay to. Right. Yeah, and so, and they don't, they typically don't pay. I have one guy on mine that does pay, and then he puts all my stuff on the internet. I just don't care enough because it hasn't affected me, so I'm like, whatever. Like, yeah. 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 It's fine. I'm not going to look into this. Um... I have to cough really bad. Sure, yeah, yeah. We'll take a second, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, you're fine. You're fine, you're fine. Um, Allergies suck. What was I saying? Um, so incels, incels with camming can view your stuff oh, without paying. yeah. So it's, oh God, they, if you make too much money on there, they just, I had no idea. I went into it without talking to anybody else. I just signed up one day and okay. I just dove in and um, I'm very impulsive and I was like, this looks fun and I just like went and did it and then like a month later it was just like death threat death threat death threat death, death threat. threat yeah through, Call, they found the my phone number they were calling my husband they were calling me they were harassing us we, wow. he bought a gun <laughs> like we wow yeah it got, it got to a point where how i did was your like, number get wow i don't know how they find this stuff well incels are usually mm. brainy like they're yeah. like nerds with tech yeah they but they find all of it and then i got wow. doxxed my first day camming my very first day on there someone threw my whole uh, full name on there and like Whoa. where I live and everything. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys just stop. Ugh, it's so annoying. You you mentioned the more darker stuff happened with camming. What's well, that was just um not with fantasy actually. Fantasy was still awful sex, but with uh, it was more just with real life darkness of just like oh, right. Mm-hmm. Well, because things that some of these people say to you, like they'll start talking about how rape isn't real and you deserve to be rape raped and you real. Deserve- well, yeah. There's I, didn't I mean thing an incel said. A lot of them think that ninety nine percent of rape is made up. Mm. Um, oh boy. A lot of them think that all rape is made up and we're meant to be raped and it's just a part of being alive. Uh, right. They're like women are just like yeah. there for men's disposal. Well, it would yeah. make sense that somebody who can't, uh, who feels entitled to sex and doesn't, doesn't, and ruins it for themselves every time they try to get sex, that they would just turn their hatred towards yeah. themselves out in the world. I wasn't like helping myself though. So I was having too much fun with it that like when I had trolls come in, I try to convince them to be friends with all of us. And I was trying to create like this community okay. in my room. And because I think a lot of people that are on these campsites are just looking for a fun thing to do. 
do with their day. They're looking for a community. They want, they want to be a part of something. Sure. Yeah. So we'd have this really fun room. We'd all talk about anything. We'd play games on my phone. And like, I was just trying to keep it this really fun place. And we'd get a troll once in a while and we'd all try to like flip them over to our side. And sometimes we got some of them in our group. And then some of them just would not bend. And then we'd all laugh at them. And then I'd be like, all right, you're getting banned. And then we'd play like the Kirby Enthusiasm music and kick <laughs> them out. Right. Uh, and so I think that I had too much fun banning them that they came back and attacked me. And I was like, in retrospect, uh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that probably I'm did make them, them angry. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I would imagine somebody like that, their ego is so fiery. Uh-huh. And like the second they feel insulted, they're going to, yeah. they're out for blood, basically. Yeah, I should have just blocked them silently and called it a day. Yeah. Well, yeah. the same yeah. way they feel powerful behind a keyboard i mean we all feel a little bit more powerful behind a keyboard so yes and invincible yeah maybe i felt more powerful behind my keyboard maybe yeah i mean it's like (laughs) not like you wouldn't like do that to someone who had like a you know a gun to your head or something i don't know oh you might no one knows how you react i don't know i I would be like i'm gonna make you love me by the end of this gonna end up dead (laughs) yeah maybe um what other i'm curious what other fantasies were thrown your way via camming or Anything? phone sex. Yeah. Uh, on phone sex, a really fun one was this guy called and he said, um, my kink, and it doesn't always go this way. Sometimes they just call you and they throw you into their fantasy. Some will just let you know ahead of time, which mm, I always love. That's nice. Um, yeah. yeah. And this guy was like, hey, like my kink is women who have to fart, but they are afraid to fart. <sighs> So specific. They're embarrassed. Women are deformed. They're embarrassed to let the Whoa. fart out. And I said, okay. And then he <laughs> said, he said, will you role play with me that we're on a dinner date and you have to fart and you're embarrassed to fart? And I was like, yep. <laughs> Whoa. And wh- how did you, what did you say? So, um, I, well, I just went into it. I was like, I mean, you love the, the chicken molinaise. <laughs> well, I just, oh no. <laughs> That, I'm sure this that would have worked too. Uh-oh. No, that's a road I could have taken okay. for sure. Um, I I was like, this eggplant's delicious. <laughs> this guy goes somewhere. Sorry. I did do. I had another caller that just wanted to talk about pooping for ten minutes, oh and I said, God. I said stuff like that. I was like, I eat fiber every night. Like, <laughs> my mornings are like yeah, so much flaxseed, bitch. So, so funny. much poo. Um, wow. Yeah. No, but the. The, um, wow, what an innocent yeah. fantasy. I want you to pretend you need to fart, but you're embarrassed. That's so sweet. Yeah, he got kind of mean during that. He was a little like, it was oh, weird. Wa- oh. It was weird. He just was- fart, bitch. <laughs> 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 bitch, what's your problem? He just set you up so he could be a dick to you. Oh, that, that'd be terrible. Uh, he, um, no, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't okay. It wasn't that. Why are you such a weak bitch? Why don't we just fart? Like, this is the scenario you told me. Right. <laughs> I really wish it had been like that now. That would have been great. To me, like, laughing and being silly is so not horny. Like, that's not hot to me at all. Like, no. I'm either one one container fully or the other container fully. Like, I can't. That's why I, I think I'd be so bad at it. Because it seems like you can mesh, like, the silly, like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know. And it would have, I mean, like, my expressions you. in real life, if you can see my face, are just like, what, <laughs> what the, the fuck, fuck is happening? Yeah. But then I'm just, like, on the phone. I'm like, all right, yeah. Um, and, like, like, the farting's not playful to him. Right? No, it's yeah, it's serious. Well, it's I hot, found serious hot shit. Well, there's usually a hidden kink. They'll tell you their kink, and there's something oh, a little bit oh, more to it. Tell me more about that. That's very interesting. So while you're doing the fantasy, you'll find out what really is in what they said Skid that they want the wants. most. Well, no. So there's there's always almost not quite, but there's something that's hidden in there. Nice. And like as we're going through it, so. So I was like, like um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. What's your real kink? <laughs> it was also, it was fun. He made it like a choose your own adventure. Uh, so I was like, okay, we're at a restaurant, whatever, blah, blah. I was like, okay, excuse me. I'm going to go to the restroom. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, 
why? Like he got very serious and I was just like, whoa. And I was just like, oh, um, I just I have to go to the bathroom. And he was like, well, there's only two things you can do in there, which is very not true. Yeah. But I'm not going to. There's gonna, like 18 things yeah, on my but, list them, asshole. Well, that's the hard thing is you can't. Uh, right, you, you can't, can't, you do can't that take it seriously. You have to yes and. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm like, there's, yeah, endless things. <laughs> but yeah, fuck you. But uh, there's so many. But um, I, no, I was just like, okay, it's one of those two. And <laughs> Oh no! I was like, no, that's not even what I said. I was like, ding, ding, ding. Well, no, because it'd be pooping and peeing, and I was like, it's right. actually a third. Oh right, and yeah, because it was Friday, and he yeah. was like, um, he was like, well, what is it? And I was just like, I don't want to say. I'm way too embarrassed. Okay. And then he was just like, all right, you've got two options, and I was like, okay. And he was like, you either sit down in this restaurant. And you let your fart out, and everyone in this restaurant is forced to inhale it, <gasps> which is what I, we found out the secret kink was: is everyone being forced to inhale a fart beneath their control. Like they, I don't know if what I just said was a word, but um, I don't know what you meant though. They, they just they're they're being forced to inhale your fart. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, restaurant oh. goers force inhale of an innocent shy girl's fart. Yes. It's a very specific kink. Yes, that was the secret kink. What that happened Man, in his use childhood? Use some of this imagination yeah. power, like elsewhere in your life. I fucking hope you do. You know what I mean? Because when when it comes to their dick. A I'll get creative when it comes to like an anniversary. They're like, oh, what you like? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, they. But then he said, uh, or your second option is, I take you to the bathroom. Now I knew, <gasps> yeah, right. Okay, so okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. I knew what now the first talking. option was yeah. in my mind. It's like, well, what the fuck happens in the bathroom? Right. So I was like, mm, option number two. Yeah, because you're and curious. So, too, yeah, you're let's go down that road. I'd be curious too. Yeah, yeah, I have to find out what that is. Um, and so we walk to the bathroom. This is where I embedded it. I was like, walk, 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 walk. Like as we're pretending to walk, <laughs> click, click. <laughs> I was like amazing to hang up. At you're that. like behind the director's cut of like a western movie where you're putting your heels on the floor. That's yeah, so funny. it was. That's where I. That's where I fuck up. Um, and but he let it slide. We get there and then um, walk, walk, like that, walk. like he wants a fart to slide out of your butt. Oh my god! It, it does. Yeah. Um, he was like, he was like, uh, okay, now what do you see in the bathroom? And then we were in a men's room. Tile. Yeah. It's like a hostage situation. I would fuck this up so bad. Sorry. It's so funny. Um, I I just went with what you... <laughs> I went not with that. But <laughs> smarter. You're the pro. That's why I cannot do this. Um, I said uh, one man in a stall and one man at a urinal seemed like a safe thing That's I would good, see yeah. in their room. Right. Um, and then he said, I want you to walk up to the guy at the urinal and tell him why you're here. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, daddy. Yeah. yeah. So then I walk, walk, walk. <laughs> you said it again. Oh, no. <laughs> click, click, oh, no. Once I'd started, I couldn't stop. Yeah, you got to ha- keep yeah. with the theme. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so uh, I went up to him and I was like, excuse me, sir. I'm here because I have to fart and I'm mortified. And then. Uh, That's good. Yeah, and then the guy on the phone was like, now let it out. And I didn't know in that moment if I was supposed to make a fart noise or what. Right. So I went with like a little, oh, like a little, uh, like I squeezed yeah, it out, that's you know? safe. Right, right, right. And then, and then I, since I knew what his kink was, I just kind of fed that. I was like, oh my God, everyone in here is forced to smell my fart. The guy in the stall, he's sniffing it Go all on. up. And Smart. then he just came and hung up. Like, wow. Yeah, it was done. Now, yeah. when he came, did you know? Yeah, because he. Did yeah, he say, I'm could, coming? Or was you he could like, hear Hoo! it in his breathing. And then he hung up. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah. That's fun. Just what? another day at work. 
Well, it was funny because I got the email for the guy that wanted to talk about poop that night. And he was like, are you down for poop talk? And after that call earlier, I was just like, I'm your girl. Right, like, right. And now what did me. he specifically want to know, talk about? What element of poop? Like what? Just how it feels coming out, how much poo you have. Like wow. when you poo, I was like, every morning, yeah. huge dumps. Like wow. he wanted big, hefty. Not that that's the case, guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it is, is it's it? cool. I don't know. Love flaxseed. Who knows? Yeah, no, I told him I ate, like, I literally said I ate a lot of flax and fiber and stuff at night, um, and that I loved pooing, and, like... And was he, like, yeah, how much you love it? (laughs) He... What was crazy is this guy sounded so hot. Ooh! Yes, this guy sounded so hot that I was kind of, like, I don't care. Like, I would still like to find out who this guy is in real life. Yeah, Yeah, I would go on a date with Well, I mean, hot guys have fecal kinks, I'm sure. I guess so. Right, um, and then phone sex is probably the safest way to to well, to get that out. Yeah. So also, like I was saying earlier, was um, if someone seems very comfortable and open, I will ask where their kink came from mm. because I'm curious. And yeah. when Ooh. I was camming and the guy asked me to fake burp for an hour, he just seemed very open and talkative. And I was like, nice. hey, do you mind if I ask like how you discovered you were turned on by burping? Yeah. And he was like, I was in seventh grade. A girl burped next to me. I got a boner, and that's all I know. That wow, yeah. No, like family thing happened to him. Oh, no trauma men are thing. Shit. Men are so simple. Yeah, sometimes it is just he didn't. It just happened. And if that seventh grade girl who's now an adult ever knew, wow, how much she changed this man's wow. life. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. I wonder. God, I really am curious about that. Like, if if as a child you make the association of, oh, I must have gotten the boner because a girl burped. Like, because the brain is pretty powerful, right? So, like, right. That who knows if that's why he got an erection? Because, like, when you're seventh grade, you just pop the boners, I assume. Um, and I just he associated with that. Wow. Yeah, that could be a thing too. Wow, because the mind's so powerful. It's very so powerful fascinating yeah what what other ones like have you ever um asked a guy where a kink came from and you're like that's not what i was expecting um that was maybe one of the only people to respond when i asked oh okay um most people are not down to talk about it which i was very respectful about yeah yeah because if it's something dramatic or so and also too i think a lot of times it is yeah and then Sometimes people might not know, and sometimes dissecting it makes you less horny about it. Like I like that's not why they're on there, right? 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 Yeah. Why are you? This is not the line I would call, right? Yeah. 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 Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Interesting. Um. A weird thing that happened recently, though, I kind of wanted to bring up because I I would like to hear like your guys' thoughts on this whole thing. Um, and some of my friends in sex work and I talk about this is uh, I recently posted a photo of my dad. It was his birthday recently on my Instagram story. And I was flooded with DMs of people just men just absolutely shocked that my dad loves me mm. when oh, I'm like God. naked online. That's so hack. Mm. Yeah. And like, I didn't be realize hack, shocked that your dad loves you. Yeah. That was like last week. And I was just like, oh, it's so crazy that if you're naked online, your dad must hate you. Right. Well, and I but I imagine, though, any guy assuming that is has an awful relationship with his father or or mother. I think perhaps. They, but I think it's some of these guys like they just like you are a whore to them. Right. And there must be a reason. How can and your you dad love your whore daughter support you? Right. I think they also probably have a bad relationship with their father, though, if that's their mindset. And they're, you know, projecting that onto you. Yeah, because we've interviewed a lot of sex workers that um, their parents are, like, totally fine with it. They're like, yeah, just be safe, whatever. And like, fuck, that's good to know that that exists. Does your dad know that you do that work? I haven't told him every detail. I don't know that he knows about the camming. He has an idea that I do. Oh, I mean... Well, I go on like I go on like sugar daddy sites mm-hmm. and I get paid to meet up for like coffee and stuff. My dad knows I do all that. And he's yeah. like, that's so smart. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it honestly is. Like, you know how to be safe about it. So it's like, yeah, he's good, like, I would yeah. actually love that service, yeah. but just not for my own daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My, yeah. Da- my dad is Let's... a hot girlfriend. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Smoking hot. So nice. he's, he's doing all right. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I think also with like going back to like the daddy thing, like, I think there's definitely like been a time, like, we've kind of weeded them, most of them out at this point, but uh, because we have a relationship with another um incelly uh podcasting network where a lot of these specific guys come from that there is a lot of like just because we do a show where we talk about sexuality that we obviously have bad relationships with our fathers and i remember like being on a podcast very early on but you know but it doesn't have anything to do with the sex stuff or doesn't he didn't didn't love it but he did say to me you don't do anything i could be openly proud of and i was like thanks dad I'm going to go to the poll now. No, but that's not like... So it's just like a small, like a piece of it. Yeah. A piece of the pie. Yeah, but it's our relationship is fraught for way more stuff than this. It's just so weird how taboo sex is. Well, I think people are uncomfortable with being turned on. I it's really so think like, like a hot guy... Was I talking to you about this? Like a hot woman... Yeah, we were because we were talking about me and Kristen. A hot woman makes people uncomfortable. Like the, the odds of a hot woman making people, men, women, non-binary, whatever, uncomfortable so much higher than a hot man like a hot man everyone's like this dumb idiot like i feel like a hot guy is more lovable and like stupid or whatever whether they're dumb or not it doesn't matter i think maybe people like assume hot people are dumb i don't know but a hot woman yeah it just makes people react weird and i imagine you're gonna be front row to a lot of people's insecurities hot women of power hey this is christina quinn I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I don't think, and some guys don't enjoy the power that a hot woman would have over them. I well, think I mean, it's like. I think the world is like, I do. I think they're scared of women and how powerful they are with sex. I mean, there's they try so hard to keep us down. I mean, even recently, yeah. if you guys heard about the whole, um, my friend, I don't know if you know the comic Joffer, but he posted this video talking about um, uh, the whole um, terrorist thing where it's if you OnlyFans do this thing where. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they find out that you're on this. a competing profile and they find out through some technology they have. Uh, they w- teamed up with uh, Meta, so all of Facebook and Instagram, Ugh. and Instagram will flag your profile as a terrorist now. Yeah, a terrorist. You're a terrorist, if, but it's that's capitalism based because they're only doing it because oh. you are making money through other yeah. websites. So that's like Uber going. You also drive for Lyft, you piece of shit. No social media for you. Well, but social media, a lot of times with sex work, is how you how you advertise your services in yeah. a way. So it's like. That's so fucked. Yeah, no, it's insane. Oh my god, that is fucked. So OnlyFans does that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shit. Yeah, that that. article just dropped like last week, I think, because we covered it on without a country. Very interesting. I also I want. I was thinking about this the other day because I do a bit on stage that I'm still kind of talking out, but like how society caters to a specifically straight male sexuality. I would say like in in general, society um, caters to male sexuality. But like Mm. pop, you look at pop culture, like '90s movies and. like tweeny pop shit in the nineties and 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 eighties, any decade really. You see, you know, you're so much more likely to see a pair of tits on a movie poster than a dick, right? So the way that we sexualize, we sexualize women for the male gaze. And I almost feel like, you know, like in a cartoon where somebody gets hypnotized and there's like these little twirl their eyes become these black and white little twirly circles that are going around and they're like, huh. I I feel when I'm like hooked on to a, a woman's hotness but it's because it's being presented to me as the male, this is what men like. Like, And I feel myself like walking towards it and then I have to like shake myself. Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm falling for this and I'm not even fucking, I'm like a straight woman, but it, it but it's so pervasive. Uh, does that make sense? It makes sense, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard, I mean, it's hard to, I, I guess, separate like what we in our hearts find attractive and- It is. What men, I mean, I, like, I know, I mean, for me, like something, like a website like Suicide Girls, for instance, like- oh, I used to want to be one of those so bad. Yeah, so it's like, the, it's, you know, for the male gaze, but it's like, that's like, it also works for me. Totally. But right. I mean, but, and, but there's plenty of porn where like, that I, that men obviously like, like the one like really like big- breasts or like like you know like the, right. the oversight i'm like no I, people like that i can't i will giggle like right it's, it's silly at a certain point right 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 yeah so, i mean i so i don't know and i don't even know the answer to it's like just, where do you where does where can you separate where does society's gaze end and where does your gaze begin it's like uh, yeah sometimes i'm like i feel like i'm just falling for what's what we're being pushed to fall for and i'm like i need to like shake my head out of it i don't know well, because I mean, sometimes I'll just like look in the mirror and I'll be like, I like the way I look. And then so no matter what someone says to me, it's just like, I mean, obviously, I know people, whatever they say on the Internet, like the way I look because of like how I things people say privately and like, you know, how much you're hit on or whatever like right. that. And then but a lot of times like people just say shit to women who are like have opinions and are more outspoken, like negatively about their looks because right. they feel like they have so much power over you. If you say that, because they think that we want to take the one it's thing the away most from you, important you thing in the world. Right. You want me to think you're hot the most. So I'm going to deny you that. Like, it's like, oh, don't tease me with a good time. I don't care if a man with Oakley sunglasses <laughs> thinks I'm hot. You don't. I don't. Good. No. Mm-mm. It's just funny that they think everything we do is for them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But but I but I also look at the way society is like, 
The Victoria's Secret fashion show is not for women. No. It's not for us. No, it's a product um... for us, for us, in quotes, but it's for us to be hotter for our boyfriends or husband. Like, do you know, like, but at the same time, like, I do like Victoria's Secret bras. They look great on my boobs, but yeah, um, I'm fine with them. But then I'm like, is it look great because I'm hypnotized? I don't know. I can't tell sometimes. And then I think about it too much and I just got to like go outside and smoke weed. <laughs> I could go down a whole path. Well, model industry is just a nutty industry. Yeah. Uh, I tried to be in that industry when I was like 20 and I was denied by all of them for being, I mean, well, 10 years ago, it's still bad today, but 10 years ago, oh, I was like way too fat. I was too sexual. Wilhelmina said I was too sexual. Wilhelmina models said, said you were too, too sexual. Se- which they, then they made it very, they didn't say word for it. The modeling is so sexual. Any Like it's young no. girls being sexual. But they want like really innocent looking. And like you do have a very sexual energy. You look yeah. like you want the dick and you can't look like you want the dick, but we need to want to give you the dick. Well, which you, is like, I, I prefer, see, I prefer, it's interesting because I prefer an outwardly sexual energy. And I think a lot of guys per- like, like this like, fake farm girl shit <laughs> that's what it, yeah yeah um, yeah yeah i mean Yuck. that's what i play on the phone sex line that sells the most right is pretending yep. i'm innocent and you're breaking me out of my cocoon because they want oh, this like right, untouched right. and i was my like dick will crack you open yeah, yeah i don't yeah i don't want to i don't want the like fantasy that i'm having well, to be with a girl who's never had sex that's, yeah that's the difference of camming though is cam world was so different than that where it was mm, like they yeah. want you as hoey as you can be wow. like, which is so fun because nice. yeah, i way more, more that way Hell yeah. so you just had no barriers i was just dancing all day to like led zeppelin and like wow that's fun. lipstick all over my body oh <laughs> like, that's great that's yeah, great so and you call the shots it. with that yeah it's super fun it's more powerful uh, to oh, lean yeah. into your sexuality than to try and pretend it's something that it's not not I love camming. Like, yeah, I love yeah. It. Do you? Good. What are you kinds of things like? Do you like? Do you, is your face on it? Yeah, yeah. Your then, face has to be on it on the site. That oh, you can't. Really. You can't have a mask. No. So I was on a site. I, a mask. I was on a site called My Free Cams, and they have a bunch of rules. You can only have another female in your cam show if she's approved by the site. I think it's how they avoid minors getting involved. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. And then I, uh, you can't have no men allowed at all. So you can't. Okay, so you can't yeah. fuck your boyfriend. On no. Uh, yeah. And your face has to be involved, which again I think has to do with identity and not being a minor. But right, um, right. no, it's so fun. It's, hmm. What's yeah. like the most fun guy that you've had an interaction with that you're like, okay, thanks for making my job easy, boo. Uh, oh my god. Uh, I've actually had a lot. I had nice. so much fun. I camming. love hearing that. Yeah, I had a lot of really. That's why it sucked leaving. I think I might go back at some point. I mean, I still not. I'm not mainstream, but I still do private Skype shows right now with regulars. But that's. I didn't really get to keep everybody. Someone after I left hacked my um, Skype, and so I lost all my clients. Oh, that's oh. so annoying! So I could only maintain it's a fucking few nerdy incels. Yeah, go, go they're so crafty. Help hack! Use your hacking powers for good and hack into I don't know some cheating something. politicians' fucking emails or something. Yeah, allegedly, um, Chad. Don't actually do that. Um, it was uh. Yeah, no, most most of my clients were really great. They were really fun. It would almost be like a little date kind of a thing. They'd take me to a private session. They'd get to know you. They'd chat with you and you'd talk. And then eventually you'd get all sexy, dirty with them on the camera. And it was actually like really fun sometimes. Nice. And you would never see them. Uh, or sometimes you would. I actually can't remember. I swear I never saw them on that site. Okay. Um, I swear I only see them on Skype, but maybe I could be wrong. That's kind of hot. Like yeah. the, I, you can see me, but I can't see you. I can, yeah. That sounds. Interesting. I also I love verbal stuff. Like I get the whole phone sex thing. So when I was in high school, um, I watched porn totally, but I also loved like erotic literature. Mm-hmm. Oh, fun! Yeah, yeah. And so I get why people are into the hearing the words they want to hear. 
Um, and with uh, and since I'm kind of into that with camming, I'm just seeing their chat and a lot of them are setting up fantasies. And wow. Nice. Yeah. Some of them have me do little fashion shows for them. Like I that's pick fun. out some dresses and put them on for them. Oh, <laughs> like, that's yeah, cute. It's yeah. like a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, was, it was really cute. Did um, you stop camming because you lost the Skype list or was there another reason? Oh, I, I took the break because um, of all the attacking online. It just got Ugh. to a point once I had to Google what to do if I get acid faced. That's when I was like, I don't want to do this right now oh like, wow so people were threatening to like find where you yeah live and, it oh was no it's like i even today i don't post a lot of things of where i am or like a lot yeah. of yeah but um i yeah i was like but I, i'm also at this point right now where i'm like i don't want to live in fear and i had fun myself and i miss my cam show yeah it sucks when like i i feel like with men um like I feel I honestly do believe most men are good but the ones that are bad are so fucking bad so that it's really hard to lend your energy to this fact that statistically it's probably more good than bad because like it's like heartbreaking like have you ever had a guy interaction with a guy whether it's on phone sex or camming or or anything that you were like just really disappointed in like men for endless yeah yeah <laughs> daily uh there was it got to a point no it got to a point where i was resenting men and i was mm, disliking yeah. sex and that's when i was right. like well this isn't healthy for me because yeah. i want to enjoy sex right um and oh, so it's very similar to being a female comedian yeah. yeah and there's like things in this world that you get to enjoy this world's pretty dark and there's yeah. like these things that sex you get to fun. love yeah. yeah and i'm like i don't want to not love this yeah and so that's mm. when i took a break and COVID had also just hit and um I was able to get unemployment, not through, that's another thing is so crazy is so you have OnlyFans, you cam on sites, you do phone sex, you pay taxes on all these sites, Absolutely. but you're not eligible for unemployment. Mm. Right. Yeah. Because you're making income, right? Yeah. It was just, they just don't consider it an actual, like the government doesn't consider it a job. That so they're considering it like, like an extra thing that you're oh, doing. Yeah, you mean you not... can get unemployment while getting this? Or you, you can't. can't. Oh, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. no sex workers were able to get unemployment during the pandemic. Um, I was only able to get on unemployment because I was a caregiver and uh, I was on a... Um, a payroll for that so you need a second job basically other than sex work to get to get unemployment yeah. if yeah. a pandemic hits yes right. right so i was lucky enough to be able to get on unemployment once i was on that i was like, okay i can afford to just take time away from this and once yeah. i took time away and felt better i just haven't gone back ah i yeah. do my own private stuff i still do the phone sex stuff here and there and i do the skypes but i just haven't gone back to the main site and i have the only fans and all that but um the main show is still Interesting. And um, when did you get married? Like, because you've been doing sex work since you were nineteen. And- I got married at twenty six, and I'm thirty now. Mm-hmm. Um, so about four years ago. And was there any kind of like conversation that you had with your partner about sex? We're work? in an open marriage right now. <laughs> Have were you always? always? Yeah. Uh, we opened up about, I want to say within the past year, maybe eight months ago. Kind of. Well, so we moved. He's from Chicago. I'm from um, California, and we moved here about a year ago. And uh, I think moving to this, he moved to California, I met him in California, then we moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think moving here, we were kind of like, oh, we're in this new world, we're meeting new people, we're So many hot people you want to fuck. So many <laughs> hot people in New York. Uh, and we've been together for so long, and we just gone through a pandemic together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of like, uh, I mean, we're like best friends, and we care about each other a lot. And I think we also, this is going on a whole other path, but we really thought about how real death is. Uh huh. Yeah, and how, and I think you and I talked about that a little bit when we met, and it's just like 
there's this real thing that's going to happen and we don't know what that entails. Yeah. But we're, to our best knowledge, alive here once as ourselves. Yeah. And I don't want to be the cause of him not experiencing everything that he wants to experience. And yeah. He feels the same for me. And, and that, that's a deep bond. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I just found out the other day that he's been seeing like four people or something and I was seeing no one lately <laughs> oh, and I was damn. like, what the like, fuck? Maybe two of a, of a bond <laughs> yeah. there. How do you, how do you find that out? Like, uh, we you... just like, we didn't say details. We have a don't ask, don't tell. And yeah. I like just things being for myself and so does he and it gives you kind of your independence back. Um, right, yeah. Well, I listened to a, another episode of this where you had uh, this other girl on um, who was talking about how she's been engaged for four years and uh, she doesn't want to get married because saying you're married uh, sounds so old and Esther weird. Esther Pavetsky? Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, and that's actually how I feel. At 26, it was fun to say I was married because I was like 26 and it was yeah, so weird like, to it's say. so dull. Now that I'm 30, I'm like, oh God, my partner. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, so right. My say. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've like trailed off. Okay, yeah, death. But that's uh, cool though, like to yeah. be able, like I always think of, because I love, I love relationships. I think they're so wonderful. I grow a lot in them. I learn, I love giving even myself, the breakups love, are kind of beautiful yeah because well yeah. you learn a lot like and, and it's pain and it grounds yeah. you and it's fucking punches you in the fucking face yeah. but in a way that you're like oh okay let's uh, my heart's broken wide open let's go um so a lot can be learned from breakups but like i always think about like a partnership and i'm like you know you don't like we were so or in general, American straight couples, I would say, are so concerned with monogamy. But yeah. you really look at it like, what is the beauty of having a partner? Uh, and what you were saying about, like, I don't want to hold you back from experiencing things. And, like, if it makes me uncomfortable to hear about them, then we'll adjust, like, the rules. Because you're yeah. going to get jealous whether you're monogamous. You're going to get jealous if you're open. You're going to get je- – jealousy is a part of uh, – can be a part of love. Definitely. And you have to learn how to tame your own jealousy and, and look that in the eye. Oh, totally. You know? And I think the older you get, the more comfortable with those feelings you get. Like, at first when I found out he was seeing other people, there was a day where I was like, okay, this is an adjustment period for yeah. me. Um, because I knew that was happening, but to actually like know for real it's happening. But then the next day I was like actually very comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with it right now. Yeah. Um, I, what's funny, cause I think everybody thought that it was going to be easier for me, um, and not for him. Yeah. Right. And people do think that I would say so much fucking easier for him. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot more great women out there. Well, in yeah. this city, yes. To get a great person. Yeah. In this absolutely. city. Yes. And I think we're both in it for connections. Um, I think we're mm. both kind of on that whole sapio thing where it's like i really need a chemistry bond with someone to enjoy the sex yeah. with them yeah same same yeah and i that's just more rare to find it feels um, like women are also more open to dating someone in an open marriage than a man is like I think men get a little egoy yes, sometimes absolutely um, i've i mean i've definitely had some things outside of it and everybody was totally fine and cool and respectful and like would you set up like a dating app profile or just meet people i'm banned on every dating app profile why (laughs) he's on all of them it's not fair oh what the fuck how did you get banned on all of them that's impressive um thank you uh i'm banned on hinge just because as my job i listed phone sex operator uh, oh, so they thought oh, you were on there to get clients. I was, they thought I was going to solicit, and then I'm banned on um, on Tinder because I did solicit, and then I'm banned. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good place. Well, yeah. we're here. But uh, they, I get that they don't want that. I guess I'm only not banned on Bumble, but Bumble sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't really go on. I I, I don't want to do extra work. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I t- I signed up for it, and I was like, yeah, no. It's just the bad one. So I have not really had any success on there and I don't really log on. I also love meeting people in person and having my favorite thing about those new connections is that first time you meet, the talk, the like pining for each other across the room and then finally fucking like, yeah, 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 that's all like so hot. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'll go out and start hunt for dick with you, you know? That's what oh, I call it. Yeah, we should go out. We're neighbors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunt exactly. for dick. <laughs> Do it. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What are the questions? Is there any other type of sex work that you've uh, gone, like, gone with? You said dinner, but have you ever done, like, escorting? Or was that considered uh, escorting? Something I have not talked about with many, and I, I feel very open right now, so I'll just go into it. I have escorted before. Um, only twice. Uh, was one, it fun? One experience, very fun, one horrible i don't know how dark uh, i can get on here uh, it's guys we fucked. yeah it we've is, read some pretty life is dark fucked up whatever emails. happens to you, if you uh, whatever you're comfortable with on one one was great a guy couldn't really get it up he was nervous and drunk and he still paid me so it was Aww, awesome yeah yeah and i was like well this night was so great and easy and it's probably for him um, i would imagine like he doesn't have to worry about like being embarrassed because it's okay like it's that's all right oh like, i pay was, me and that's fine yeah but he he didn't want to do it again i that's happened all, even dating oh, okay. that happens you know yeah right? yeah I do. um I do. but this was this was a while back um and then that so that time i was and that guy was like in his 30s and like nice and had a cool job and he was very sweet uh and i was like i'd hang out with them and do this and get paid yeah um the second guy uh no it was a very rape situation oh wow holy and shit then i never did it again yeah um uh how like did you go out for a drink like what do you mind talking about like uh i met him at his place uh and uh god it was i mean he had my money in a safe with like a code on it Ooh. it was all a bunch of weird oh shit. okay so it's like power I, uh, well, mm-hmm. really big I power asked him issues to stop doing something he didn't stop right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and then he harassed me for like months later. Actually, wow, what um, an entitled piece of shit. And there's yeah. nothing really you can do legally because it was asked. Like, what is? Or did you I not have no I interest? Have any proof? I mean, I was actually mm. assaulted by numerous photographers that are shooting like Kylie Jenner and shit right now, and I have no wow. proof on them either. I'd get sued if I said anything. Wow. Yeah. Now, what? Hmm. What's? Um, it, it, it's always interesting to me because I've heard a lot about like Terry Richardson, for example. Like he, he's the he only co- like one. Is coaxing is there. Well, he's the only one to actually get reprimanded. All the ones and barely he's still out oh, there photog- exactly. photograph there's, photographing. There's, photographing. An, um, there's an Instagram called Shit Model Management, and once in a while they post like they post this list of all the photographers that they get DM'd about that have assaulted women. Oh and, my god, um, raped or assaulted, or, you know all the things, and. Uh, oh, fuck. And if they have asterisks next to their name, it means they were reported by like more than three women. A male photographer. Yes. But the list was... gets taken down. Oh, I was like, I what? As oh. bullying. Oh, 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 oh. We're just God. not allowed there, to like, needs put to be like a private there. women's group where we can just say, yeah. hey, I'm not trying to take legal action, but like don't fucking photograph with this guy. It's, yeah. A male photographer is like a male gynecologist. Why? Why are you doing that? You know what I mean? Like, why? Like, oh, this guy's just like, I just love women's breasts. Like, yeah. And it's we Like, I don't know. Have you? And I've met a lot of male photographers that are pervy in a fun way. But then I'm like, ah, man, the ones that aren't. No, I, I feel like on, at your job, you shouldn't be pervy in a fun way. No, You're right. it's true. Sorry to be crazy. No, that's Sorry. Our- this is this is why my uh, roommates in Williamsburg said I was like living with a prison guard. You know, <laughs> you bring up a fine point though. <laughs> no, that's a very very good point. Uh, they do it in this way though. It was like my first time with it. I was like twenty, and I was about to shoot Playboy the next day, which never got published. But I still got to shoot. Damn. And I got paid. I know. Yeah, but it was fine. I'm I'm I've made peace with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I but I was about to shoot nude the next day and I never shot fully nude yet at the time and in my mind and this guy really wanted to shoot me nude and this was when Wilhelmina was debating signing me or whatever uh, before they made the comments later 
And I had a mother agent who hooks you up with agencies. Uh, okay. And he knew I was there. He set up the shoot with this guy. So in my mind, it's like all these people know that I'm doing this thing. These images are for this agency. Like it, it was at a hotel at night in LA, but I was right. like, I, a lot of people knew I was there. And I get there and the guy was so cool at first, like surfer. Oh, wow. He seemed like someone I've been friends with in California and really nice, mm. really cool. And he's the one that shot all the famous people and stuff. And it, when you're younger in your head, you're like, oh, that's that's a good flag, right? Right. This is like, sure. pre, yeah, yeah. This is I mean, pre Me Too movement. This is pre Harvey Weinstein knowledge right. for the public. I mean, right, or for right, right. Some of us. Uh, and um, so in my mind at the time, I'm like, oh, he works with celebrities. He has this career. He wouldn't do anything. Uh, towards the, he, I needed shots in clothes. Uh, they wanted a girl. It was what you were saying before is like uh, the two sexual look. They wanted girl next door. You can bring home to mom looks. Uh-huh. It was like mm. uh, bubbly, not too sexual uh, in clothes. And he this pussy's for marriage. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. want to make mom feel uncomfortable. Yeah. He was like, mm, don't shoot girls with your body with clothes on, which is what they say to every girl. It's not anybody's body. In OK, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting because I'm like, give me give me all their bullshit lines That's so we line. can arm our listeners with that because we have a lot of sex yeah. workers that listen to us or a lot of people that are curious well, about it. And it's like you want to make sure we're spreading this information. And it gets in. It's like when you're younger and guys say you're so mature for your age. It's those lines like that where God, it's like, yeah, like is, I guess I'm just yeah. too hot to have clothes on during the yes. shoot. Well, no, so in your I head, have to take them off. the heat on? It's right. July. Mine's special. <laughs> no, so in my head, I do go. I bought into that shit so But at hard. 19, I'm like, you think I'm like, special? Yeah. Oh, man, cool. Well, that's the key because I always, you know, tell them the most important thing I I do think uh, with a woman is to make her feel special, Mm -hmm. but it's so easy using pretty generic lines to make people feel special because if the, if they trust you, because they think this is the first time they're hearing this line. Right. Right. And in my head, I'm like, Oh, I do have big boobs. Oh, I do. Right. Like, you know, sure. And And if if you're, if you're, if your spidey senses don't go off when you enter the room in your first couple moments of interaction, that to me, a woman would be, you know, you want to believe that you're going to be safe, but you also want to be cautious about it. But to me, I'm like, okay, good sign. So we're off to, the, we're on this track now, not this track because I don't feel weirded out. I don't feel squicked out with you. So I would, t- yeah. It's the same probably, as with yeah. dating. Like, I mean, it's so annoying because like when I tell someone I've never felt this way before, I literally mean it. Right. No man's ever meant that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, you know, it's like, because then you then you just walk around. Being you mean like, since wow, yesterday? I'm the yeah. most special person that everyone I've dated has ever met. What? You know are what? The well, you know what my husband Good said one, to me. God. <laughs> my husband said some things that were like I don't know. Are green flags the opposite of red ones? He had some yeah, green flags. Yeah. Uh, he never said like you make me feel unlike anyone else. He said this thing to me where he was like. You give me the same feeling that the last woman I was very in love with made me feel. And I didn't think I'd ever feel That's that again. Honest. I'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> it was sweet. I'm I mean, walk, 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 walk. <laughs> Good call back, girl. Thank you. You should do comedy. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> walk, walk. No, I liked it. I'm also friends with the his exes, See, and I, they're all great. I would, I would appreciate that honesty because I've had too many men go. I'm still in love with my ex, and I'm like, well, well, well he hadn't been with this woman. I'll for hang a out while. with you long enough that you won't be. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so, so that would actually be music to my ears. Uh, but it, also too, like that's really what they mean, right? So it's like, fucking, be honest. We don't have to, you know. Put this pedestal bullshit. It's just yeah. I don't want him to act like I'm like the like, and that's all yeah, so weird. And that's pressure. crazy. And yeah. it's like okay, let's not you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what were we talking about right before? Well, this? photographers. So oh, yeah, yes. like lines. Like well, I was what? with that guy. So he says that line. The um, cl- and can you repeat that? So it's your. I don't. I don't shoot, shoot girls. girls with your body with clothes on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's re- <clears throat> 
And then I, in my in my head, well, I also I was I had all this stuff going on with the flight and the Playboy thing the next day because I was coming to New York to do that, and I was going to be on a red eye that night. I just so many Fuck. things happening that I was like, my mind was just You're, it was like yeah. a lot. Yeah. And um and then I was like, I'm also shooting nude. Then anyways, I might as well shoot nude now, and then I'm more comfortable for that shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tuck yeah. yourself yeah. into it. Yeah. So I justified everything. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. then well, uh, also too, you want your brain wants you to feel safe. So even if that's a knee jerk reaction, and yes. afterwards you're like, why the fuck did I do that? It makes sense that you did that. Yeah. Yeah, and so. I stripped down we're doing all these nude shoots and then uh, he goes to the bathroom which is like 10 minutes left of the shoot he goes to the bathroom and then he comes out just in his briefs oh, oh you fucking then, asshole and then he, you fucking shit bag yeah Ew. yeah and then he says to me he says um I hope this is okay. I'm just more. Co- it was he was staying in that hotel room. He was I'm, like, just I'm just more, more comfortable, and my this. comfort means everything, and your comfort means nothing. I That's justify it sentence. in my head. I think being in your underwear would be the most comfortable you can be. Also, it's a fucking guy. Like I don't know how big he is. I don't know how tall he is, but he's like pretty he's strong. I couldn't. No, I could have oh, taken this guy oh, for okay, sure. Okay, 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 I actually okay. never felt physically threatened by him. To be honest, I just felt more career threatened. Like because he yeah. had a lot of say in the industry, and I was like, if I fuck up with this guy, he's gonna burn my bridge, and it's everything I've been working the past two years for. And, uh, they, and they know that, and they right, use right, that right. They're you. leveraging that. They're leveraging yeah. that. Wow. And um, we shoot a little bit more, and then eventually he pulls his penis out, starts jerking off, and asks me to spit in his hands. What? Yeah. Then he starts name dropping. Famous models that did hook up with him, which they probably didn't, but no. uh, other they, famous models oh, that spit in my hand. Ooh, tell me more. Did yeah. not. I was putting on my shoes as he was asking me, and in my head, I was like, I just have to get out of this hotel room. If I yeah, can. right, right. But then to get out of the space, you kind of have to play this weird game where the you don't Lucy reject oh, um, okay. I was like, well, where he stands in front of the door. <laughs> No, he, Dude, did, this yeah, is he didn't do that. Um, but I, I couldn't reject him in the moment or be like, fuck you or any of this. Right. And in retro, like, I wish I could go back and say that. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. But, but in the also, moment. That's a survival uh, situation. What's that so, Yeah. And maybe he has a knife. I don't fucking know. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's skinny, yeah, no. but he could have something. He probably um, does because he's a scrawny fuck. Yeah, he you should know? have one. Um, but so I. I was just like, oh, like, I'm so tired. I have to drive two hours away from here and then I have to leave. Um, but, like, how about next time? Like, how yeah, like, yeah, another just get the time? fuck out of that room. You flirt with them a little bit. Yeah, next time. Oh, haha, cute. And you leave. Yeah. Um, and then you're just like, oh, my God. And then yeah. you repress it and you go to your next job. Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, Very yeah. smart of you to know that, to handle it like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It Thank is. You. Yeah, well, your instincts did you good. I mean, it's, but that, I'm sorry you were in that situation. That's, well, and then it's, it's also like you have to choose between like standing, like it's like standing up for yourself in two different ways. So it's like, are you standing up for your career? Are you standing up for, for you, you your as, a woman, as a woman, you as an individual person, you as someone right. who has an autonomy over their own body? Like it's so fucked up. And then can and you, I, can't you be both? You should be able to, but yeah. you, it's fucking hard. And it's then like, there's this thing in your head where it's like, well, if, if I make it in this career that I'm going for, will I get some power to take him down later? Because right now, and happen? that's probably what I would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I love revenge. Oh yeah, and then it's fucked up because you think of all the other women who are going through something similar. Like, can can you warn them? Can you? Right. Which is like why Instagrams like shit model management are important. Yeah, but then they, but those posts get like removed because yep. of bullying. We're not allowed because we don't have evidence, and I have no evidence of that night. I can't prove anything, but I everything is word of mouth. And some of my female mm. friends in New York right now, I'm friends with because I saw them shoot with him. And oh, I, and I, you got to I immediately DM them. I was like, are you okay? Do you need someone to talk to? And what did they uh, say? Like, were you met with a lot of like, they, I, got, I had a fucked up situation too? They actually were like, no, there was a whole crew there, but he felt weird. But there was a crew, so nothing happened. Oh, but, like, okay. but then we okay. still became friends anyways. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But did you Did you speak to women who were, who were assaulted by him or who were threatened by him or in the way that you like? Oh, this guy, whenever he's, whenever that Instagram comes out, 
out with that post. Uh, people, I, th- I think I said earlier, get asterisks if multiple people report them. He always has as many asterisks as you can have next to your name. Wow. Yeah. He's a, he is a pretty known one through. And he's still working today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. also seems like, I mean, that you, like, by this time, they would have to send, a, like, a female, like, with the models. Right. To, like, like, in a gynecologist. Like a when it's a male gynecologist. Yeah. Like, they have to have a female nurse in it's during crazy the exam. how many photographers are men. I mean, it's such a male. It, I know. Room. And also these one-on-one instances I will say the best in hotel photo- rooms yeah yeah, yeah. i know but but like they're that's why they're trying to get 19 year olds 20 year olds of like course. people that feel like oh i photographed my oh, Cyrus, kylie jenner like whatever the stories some of these photographers tell you are fucking insane they'll be like i just shot a bunch of 16 year olds the other day that lied about their age and they told me they were 16 and they were getting all crazy and wild and the photographer camera. openly they're admitted that about it oh, they're bragging. that's Christ. fucking gross oh my god so yeah i think i've heard worse things in model world than actually interesting well because in yeah. sex work world you can actually explore your kinks in a safe way you know presumably you should be able to right so but like you could have a conversation like a guy is not going to be you know if the sex worker is like a professional it's not going to be shamey towards most like i wants her to be well and i think it's because like the worst of the guys want to take advantage of someone who who like can be taken advantage of right whereas sex work they're offering you something so it's not as fun if you're a bad person like because you're not taking advantage of anyone you're you're paying them for right. something that they right. agreed to do so yeah. it like takes the fun out of it because like that's so often like the conversation like why didn't they just pay a sex worker with so many things and it's like i know well, because that doesn't scratch the fucking mental yeah. itch the mental the part of it is intimidation is is the person scared is the it's person power feels it's not the actual sexual act right in totality right so right, right. oh i definitely also got a lot of age play calls on mm. phone sex what's the youngest yeah. you were requested to go oh they i mean i didn't do these but they, and they then there's baby be. fantasies like but then i'm like is no. that do they really want to have you know rape a baby I don't no know. one asked me to play a baby That's, um, yeah. but they they do want you to be like 13 14 12 wow. 11 wow. yeah they go low. how how often do you would you get come across a guy that would want something that between uh, between the ages of 12 anything below often. 16 like often. daily like every day you would do it uh See, once I once you have regulars, you kind of go on and only talk to them and like right, only sign right. on when they're going to call. Yeah. But when you're like in the beginning, yeah, daily. Wow. Hmm. Wow. They And their fantasies are real dark. And they'll tell you, I mean, all right, yeah, I guess. I mean, they're, they're coming out now. I, had hit, I hid them before. Oh, they're well, coming well, out. As long as you're no, mental no, no, no. Is okay, it's just, no, I'm fine. Okay. Um, I just... I think before this, I was saying, I hope I remember everything because some things I do just tuck away a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been 10 years of so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's there's people that are like, I want to fantasize that uh, you were a minor, you snuck into a bar, I took you home, I tied you to a bed, and all my friends and I raped and used you the entire night. Mm. And you're like a 15-year-old or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But there's just yeah. a lot of underage rape fantasy yeah that they ask right for. Yeah. yeah okay that's interesting very yeah. interesting i mean it's Not kind of shocking. yeah it's, exactly it's kind of like it's so disheartening but it's something that we kind of knew was yeah. there yeah. yeah but and the phone sex site does have i mean you don't ever talk to the people that run it or anything, but the site advocates like no taboo calls. Like they're not supporting getting calls like that. Right. right That's right. like to say they're only ass. I doubt they actually care. Yeah. Yeah. But if we, but we're very but you much, have the, you can call the shot. We are very much allowed to say, I do not take those calls. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And then I have a hundred, I have a hundred percent success rate of them saying that's okay. And hanging up. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. That's good. Um, 
Well, Thank have you. you gotten mental health, mental health care if, based on this? I just hit one I, before we leave you. I need one. Uh, <laughs> I I had a therapist in LA right before I moved here, and we just didn't have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that uh, happens. It was a guy. I think mm. I should have gone a female. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I'm on the hunt. Uh, I definitely would like to see someone, especially like navigating an open marriage and all these things in my life. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot to. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of layers. And the escort rape. And all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I just was like, oh, I think it might be good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like, I, I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah, I'm good. gonna be okay. Okay. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank this is great. This is there so anything fun. you want to plug? Is there anything you want to direct uh, people to? My Instagram is at Mariah Drew Carey, and then my other Instagram um, is at Boobs and Beef, and it's just photos of <laughs> nice. it's photos of my boobs interlaced with different photos of cuts of steak. Um, Hell yeah! Hilarious. Love yeah, the theme. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Uh, This is Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut shaming podcast. We will talk to you next Friday. Bye. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. (laughs) Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.